show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. The other day I pleasured myself to the image of Mrs. Buttersworth. She got me there like I was on the express A-train. Bing, bang, boom. Talk about a river of ejaculate. A volume I had never seen in my lifetime. Now I know what the villages of Pompeii felt like. Where they were rained out on hot lava, I was... I rained out on those villagers with frothy ejaculates. All right, everybody, we have made it to Thursday. Good morning and welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, The Arnie State Show. Hopefully you're having a good morning so far. I know I am. Had my morning constitutional. It was fantastic. I, I, I mean, I should be playing this right here. Drop in I mean, it should be fours as big as that one was. My God. Uh, the weekend is almost here. It's weekend eve, kind of, because tomorrow is Friday, and everybody looks at Friday, and they go, oh, it's Friday. It's a weekend. Woo, it's party. So we, we're at weekend eve. Uh, let's say some good mornings before we get to... Man, Warbird, thank you so much yesterday for sending me that 60 Minutes. God damn. Well, we'll talk about it here in a second. First one here this morning is Hangtown Jen. She says, morning, ass. Happy Thursday. Today's going to be an incredible day. Uh, but I know I've had made it a uh, third way through my work day. Get ass mid-morning. And my besties are coming down from Michigan today for an extra long weekend. So excited. And you can drop some knowledge on them because every morning we learn some new Chinese. Today's Chinese word is fart. Fart in Chinese. Fang pi. Fang pi. Fang pi. Hey, I just fang peed. Hey, everybody. Fang peed you. There you go. Fart in Chinese. Fang pi. Fang pi. There you go. There you go. And, and, and you know what? We should start doing it more often. Uh, but... Yeah, I, I mean, we should be playing that way more often when, when we play the Chinese stuff because I'm trying to learn y'all some new stuff. Uh, let's see, next one here is Andrew. says, Happy Friday Eve, y'all. I hope you had a blast, Jen. Uh, Straight Fire in the house says, What would life be without ass? The horror. Oh, I know, right? I mean, oh. Don't worry, I ain't going anywhere. Got the blood work back yesterday. I'm fucking healthy. Wee! <laughs> Cowboys girl says, good morning, ass family. Have a blast with your bestie, Jen. Swoosh says, morning, ass family. Starting to feel better. But COVID still gave me sore ribs. Hope everybody's having a great Thursday. Swoosh, I don't know how old you are, but let me just tell you. You think you got sore ribs now. Wait till you get to your mid to late 40s and have to throw up. The next day is horror. It feels like you've just been taking body shots from Rocky Balboa. It's horrible. The aging process is cruel, 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 cruel. Uh, Derek, my man Derek says, good morning, ass family. Happy Friday Eve, but it's uh, la bonus week since I'm off tomorrow. Today's like Friday. Yay. There you go. Today is your Friday. Congratulations. Gold says, morning, y'all. Well, good morning to you as well. Oh, my lucky stars. 
stars? The one and only bratty kid is in the house. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. No, I know. You're right about that. I hope that you have a spectacular day today. Fung P. I think I think it's like Fung P. Fung P. Hold on a second here. We we gotta do it again. Fart in Chinese. Fung P. Fung P. Fung P. Fung P. There you go. Uh, I'm 44. I'm already there, LOL. Okay, you know that. that oh, there is nothing worse than throwing up. I mean, ho, the, like, like the, the, the more I've learned, like getting older, the, the wiser I'm becoming. Yeah, that right there. I wait until the last possible second. Because if I got to sit there and, and, you know, go through like the dry heaves, no thank you. Uh-uh. I don't want anything like that. No sirree, Bob. All right, we got through the good mornings. Let's uh, let, let's first start with this 60 Minutes that was on Sunday night. Uh, for To Scott Pelly, this is what I, I... I have this only to say to you, Scott Pelly. You need to stop being such a cunt. Boy, you want to talk about softball after softball question. And Scott Pelly, like, he, he, at one point he tried to look hard early on when he was talking about inflation, which is we're going to start the show with. Well, Mr. President, uh, people are having a hard time buying their groceries. They're having a hard time doing this and that. What do you say to them? He goes, well, 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 well as Joe Biden would do it. It just reached 8.3. It's not like it just spiked up there. It's been level the entire summer. Yes, it's been fucking high the entire summer. But Scott Pelley's just sitting there with his thumb in his fucking ass and his pen in his wiener hole. That's right, the pee-pee hole was probably filled. And my favorite, though, is that they go to the Detroit car show. I, I, I don't remember why they were there or care. There's the president walking down in the Detroit car show. Uh, Mr. President, the pandemic isn't over. Oh, yes, the pandemic's over. COVID's still around and we're dealing with it, but the pandemic's over. Every fucking Democrat in the world yesterday was on television and they used this exact same phrase. Well, what the president was trying to say was... (laughs) He just lost the election. The pandemic is over, according to Joe Biden. The buck stops with him and every Democrat... Well, what the president was trying to say was that uh, COVID is still around, and, and, and one guy even goes, well, he said that we're, we're through the, the worst part of it. No, he said the fucking pandemic was over. You don't need to correct him. He's the commander-in-chief. You're a lowly representative or senator. You're not as high as he is. But everybody had to come and clean up that mistake on the Democratic side because they, that's what they, they plan on winning this election with that as well. Why do you puke so much, Ella? I don't know. I, I, I try not to anymore. But, man, sometimes I get some bad food. Like sushi in Texas is not that good. I, I don't know what it is about it, but it ugh, I, I, I got to stop. What the president was trying to say is something Democrats have on copy and paste in their brains and in press releases. It's so true, Ogre. Yesterday, the Federal Reserve raised interest rates once again. Three quarters of a point for the third straight month. This is the highest it's ever been. 
But the president says, whoa, 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 people are doing fine. They're not living paycheck to paycheck. Did you not see in California? He didn't say this part, but I know he wanted to. Did you not see the burger flippers in California are going to be making $22 an hour? Back in Scranton, when I was at that pool guarding all those colored kids where Corn Pop was a bad dude, I was making 22 cents an hour. (laughs) I just, I... This is what I long for for the president. I want him to talk about his. I love it when he goes back and he makes up stories. There's a TikTok video going on last night about how in his first presidential run in like 1984. I don't know how this guy didn't get canceled way back then. But he was at a town hall meeting and he was tough Joe back then. He goes, yeah, I went to college on a full scholarship. Uh, I finished at top of my class. Uh, all, all this shit, right? But the truth was, he received a half scholarship. And in a law class of 86 students, he finished 76th. And he doesn't have three degrees. He has one degree. And you see all these political pundits sitting around going, bye, bye, Biden. Yeah, only to fucking have him resurge in the 2020s. Unbelievable. He is a cockroach. That's all he is. is a, he, he, that nothing can kill this man. Joe Biden is going to live to be 647 years old. It's a Virgo stomach. Uh, we internalize a lot of shit, and it fucks with our stomachs. I can relate with yarn. Yeah, see, there you go. He rised in the house. Good morning, Arise. Arise has been busy. Uh, she she e- emailed me and said, hey, I'm sorry to everybody, but, uh, you know, I've been real busy because Arise. Do your fucking job. She does. She does. Writing these grants and everything. The only thing she hasn't done is gotten me my honorary comedy doctorate yet. But we're working on that. Uh, they don't need the pandemic now. Just legalized illegal voting. Wonder why the border is open? Yeah, I know it's obvious. What state was it? Was, was it New York or was it... Uh, where you don't even have to show ID to vote. That's awesome. Fantastic. I'm going to vote like seven or eight times in that state. Sassy Pammy, good morning to you as well. No matter what the president says, he has been awful. And this isn't coming from a crazed right winger. All we have to do is, first of all, look at the border situation. That's terrible. Look at the economy. That's terrible. Oh, you want other examples? Okay, how about the 13 murdered Marines in his desperate fucking attempt to pull out, which is probably the same reason that we got fucking his son, Hunter. Oh, that too, Hunter Biden. Bragging on television. Literally bragging on television about smoking so much Parmesan cheese because he thought it was crack. Rise, change your pick. Almost didn't recognize you. Yeah, you're looking great in that picture. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else we got today? <sighs> I mean, inflation, gas prices. Oh, he's bragging about how gas prices are lower. They still aren't as low as they were before you got in office, dick face. I saw one of those videos of, uh, you know, a, a, a con- conservative interviewing somebody who hates Donald Trump. And he goes, well, uh, why do you hate Donald Trump? Oh, the economy was terrible under Donald Trump. Well, for one year because of the pandemic. 
What, what, what do you mean? Uh, he, and he goes, gas prices were high. On He's like, gas prices were the lowest. And uh, unemployment numbers for black and Hispanic people were at an all-time low. Joe bragged on 60 Minutes about unemployment numbers being near an all-time low. Not at an all-time low. Near it. He talked about all these jobs he's created. And I want to sit there, and I wish, I just wish that somebody in the media had a pair of fucking balls. I know my man Peter Ducey does. But I want to look at him and go, Mr. President, you talk about all these jobs you created. Are those not just the jobs that people went back to? So in essence, you didn't create any jobs. We haven't started building gigantic factories and just hiring people left and right. These are people that went back to their jobs. By the way, I read something on Facebook yesterday. This is part of what the pandemic does. The Claim Jumper restaurant in Reno is closed. Why? Because of their horrible lockdown rules that they had there, and people aren't going back. And the other problem was servers weren't going back. Why weren't servers going back? Well, I'll tell you why. Because the federal government was giving them money to stay at home. So now, if you want to have a six-pound piece of cake, you can no longer go to Claim Jumper. So I get voting day off here as a work holiday, feeling obligated. I tried to register to vote, and I can't yet, not until I get my driver's license here, darn it. Uh, So different than in California, I can move there and start a life with nothing but my word and a smile. I need two proofs of residence to even start a life so different than a sanctuary state. It is. Isn't that weird how how that works? Uh, Ogre says, near an all-time low. In a race with two cars and you come in second, you nearly won. That is the truth. Oh, don't forget the Biden administration has created 10 million new jobs. Yes, these jobs that people have gone back to. That's my favorite thing. And nobody, and I mean nobody, has the balls to ask him about it. He rants about how bad things aren't and trying to explain to them to the idiots who believe him reminds me of Booger teaching to Shockey. Oh, you've got you've got a red card, a black card in this one. Oh, that's good. Oh, I forgot about those giant slices of cake. Yeah. Jen, within three weeks of moving here, I got my new driver's license. I needed it to buy all the fun guns that are illegal back in California. Oh, that was a, that, literally when we moved to Texas, the first thing we did was we changed our license plate and went and got appointments for driver's license. Like, because all the DMVs were still closed because we moved during COVID times. And we finally got it. And as soon as we got our driver's licenses, boom, we we're registered to vote, all that kind of good stuff. Got that shit taken care of. And the new number, 10 million. Yeah. 10 million? You created, I'd like to see, uh, he, and he, he tried to say, oh, with computer chips and things like that. What? Well, wait a second. We're not creating any computer chips. We haven't started a new gigafactory or whatever the fuck those are called. Stop it. Just stop lying. All the money that you've seen grow is from your stocks that you have in these pharma companies when you forced Americans to get shots or they had to lose their jobs. 
10,000 million he's trying to say. <laughs> they created new IRS jobs so they could arrest us in like the Gestapo when no one pays that ridiculous tax increase. There you go. There's 85,000 of the new jobs he created. Which, by the way, the next administration will fire. Uh, let's see. I'm trying over. Nothing could happen until I closed out on my home, permanent address. And from there, I can register my car, get a bank account, and vote. Been a lot harder than I anticipated. Yeah, but you got it all now. It's all good now. You're all good in the hood now. I had my work badge on when I went to vote here and showed that uh, just to test the lady. She said, "Hun, you got to do better than that. I need your driver's license if you want to vote here. I loved it. That's great. That is fantastic. By the way, I will no longer be an absentee voter. I am gonna, I am gonna stand in line and do my job and vote. I was an absentee voter pretty much the entire time I lived in California because I didn't want to go out and do it, but I did vote every election. But now, you know what? I don't mind it. I don't mind standing in line with good old Texans, wicking him and haw and talk shit about the president. Gold, she lives in Virginia now. Hey, now, hood adjacent. I'm all good, hood adjacent. Jen, I just got a license for the shitty apartment we stayed in while buying a house. Totally worth doing the paperwork again once we got the house. Okay. Oh, Rise is in Oklahoma. She's in Oklahoma. That's not a place worth going to. That's, that's a place you end up. Sorry. Come on, the game is only a few weeks away. I'm fired up. We got Tech this weekend. We can beat Tech with a backup quarterback, even though our starting quarterback is actually... Uh, practicing. Uh, let's see. Where do we go from here? Oh, let's talk about this new story this morning that is gracing all over the Internet. The Air Force Academy uh, has gone woke. That's right. One of our fine military institutions. Air Force Academy's diversity training tells cadets to use words that include all genders and to drop mom and dad. Here is a, a piece of what they have. What do people call themselves? When in doubt, ask. This is from the Air Force Academy. Include all genders. Y'all, team, squaddies, everyone, folks, versus you guys. Partner is better than boyfriend or girlfriend. Person-centered language. People with disabilities... That's what you call them versus the disabled. Transgender people slash service members uh, use that rather than transgenders. So you drop the S and add the word people to it, and it's the same thing. Recognize diverse family formation, parents, caregivers, guardians, instead of mom and dad. Oh, I tell you what. If I would have called my father a guardian instead of dad, the wrath of Jerry would have been heard from miles around. Said I'd never go to Oklahoma, but they're tearing shit up. Might have to rethink and stay uh, the fuck away from Tulsa where I was born because it's all over first 48. <laughs> Looks like a shithole now and new suburbs out there. Not a fan of meth either. Well, stay away from New Mexico. I can see drill instructors in the military now. Drop and give me 20. Yes, they... 
You know what word covers all genders? Hey, fucker. Yes, Jay. Kale, that does. Uh, not colorblind or I don't see color or we are just all people. Not jokes at subordinates' expense nicknames. Not the N-word, which we don't say on the show. The R-word, retard. Or the F-word, fag. Nor terrorist for nationality. This is fantastic. We are brainwashing. And, and look, I, I saw who, who said this. Air Force Academy is a glorified daycare. Look, I, I, I'm not going to hammer anybody, even the, even the Space Force. Men and women, they, 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 they give themselves to whatever branch, and I say thank you for defending my freedoms. This is retarded. This is how we lose to other countries. When we have a woke, uh, you know who I don't want to be woke are my military men and women. Uh, I don't want my grunts on the front line being woke at all. I want them to be hardened fucking killers. Because like it or not, the military is set up for one reason and one reason only, and that is to protect the United States of America. And they do it with force. They do it by killing people. Now, look, I, I know that might not sound politically correct, and I might be making the military look bad. I'm not. I admire the shit out of it. Their job is to kill people. They are the finest, and I've said this for all my life, they are the finest killing force known to mankind. And here we are trying to get them to play my little fucking pony all the time. Uh-uh. No. Shit, if I'd have called my parents by their first name, I'd have gotten it. <laughs> oh, I never even thought about that. I think I called my dad Jerry once because he was in a store and he couldn't hear uh, me say dad, so I said Jerry. And I felt weird saying it. Never called my mom by her name. No, 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 no. I love hearing all these stories about military personnel going woke. You know damn well the drill sergeants are not caring, and if any of those woke kids try to leak a story, they'll end up getting beat with socks filled with quarters. From what I understand, I wish it was that way, swoosh, but I don't think it is. I think that the the leaders are doing – because when you're a drill instructor, when you are lifelong military – you do your orders. It, it, it's like in A Few Good Men. You follow orders. And I think that the drill instructors in a lot of cases have been ordered to tone down, maybe no longer give so many push-ups. And by the way, all you do, I mean, look, look, Jack Nicholson said this a long time ago in that movie, A Few Good Men. All they're doing is weakening a country. We rely on those men and women to be on the wall. We rely on them because they are the defense that we have. And if people get by them, then we have to fight on our own. And I'm going to tell you this right here, right now. It probably will never happen to where another country is stupid enough to invade us, but let's say they do. I am going to go medieval. 
I mean, I, I, I will cut people in half. I'm not going to stick by any kind of fucking bullshit Geneva Convention. I will never be taken prisoner. Oof. Uh, Goldworth, 30 minutes west of OKC, and as long as you stay out of OKC and Norman, you're going to have a normal existence in Oklahoma with nice people, despite what Arnie thinks about Oklahomans. Is it Oklahomans or Oklahomites? I, I, I'm not sure. Show me your war face, BLM. <laughs> the ultimate purpose of the military is to pick up a gun and kill someone when told to. It's not to ask why or say, I don't feel like it. Yes, you're right. When I was OKC, I found it to be boring place. Reminded me of Anchorage. The worst airport known to mankind is in Oklahoma City. I'll tell you that right now. I love the idea of Arnie's drill sergeant going a bit easy by cutting the number of push-ups he has to do. Right on. I love the laws they're passing there. It'd be nice to be free, even though it's in Tornado Alley. I remember Tulsa as a kid. My parents, they loved it. Blah, blah, blah. It's Oklahoma. It's Okies. Ogre. Oklahomos. That I like that one. Oklahomos. There you go. Oh, no, swoosh. LAX is a pain in the ass airport. All them big airports are pain in the ass airports. LA, you've never been, have you ever flown to Atlanta? At DFW, ain't no walking the cake. I only fly out of fucking Love Field now. Oklahoma City Airport was built in the 1930s and has not been updated since then, including their lights. That was the darkest airport I've ever been in. So now, um, I, I, I guess we're going to, oh, wait, wait, let's see, uh, Gaboon, Viper, German, Cockroach, did you get all, the, I, I don't know, a slide presentation by the Air Force, uh, diversity and inclusion, what it is, why we are care, and what we do, screenshot, how many G animals did you generate as an individual? Oh, I, oh. Oh, I guess you can't give the, the, the locations. You can't, you, you can no longer, like, call it a German shepherd. You just have to call it a shepherd. No Siberian huskies, just huskies. Oh, here's another wonderful thing here. Critical developing warfighters prepared to lead the United States Air Force with character. How can we lift others, motivate our teams if we don't know our people? You kick them in the ass. That's how. Uh, always take the tram at a- uh, ATL. Don't walk. No, it's too goddamn big to walk, and that tram is scary as shit. Getting them elevators. I hate DFW. Oh, my gosh, so big, so much walking, panic, running to make it to the connecting flight. So humid. DFW, never again for me. No, I don't blame you. I hate that airport. Uh, Alicia, good morning to you. Then what do you call a Pekingese dog? Uh, you just call it a dog, I guess. No French. I, I only have the letter G's. No French bulldog, so just bulldog. Yeah, that's what it would be. Let me, let, me, let me just say right now, this is so fucking terrible. Why are we doing this? Look, the, the, these, these young men and women, they need to learn how to fly planes and drop bombs. That's what they need to do. That's it. 
They don't need to be woke. They don't need to be, as long as they say yes, sir, and yes, ma'am, that's okay by me. I don't give a fuck. If you dress like a female and they say yes, ma'am to you, enjoy that. Uh, <laughs> good morning, deuces. There's Alicia. Dropping deuces. Jen trying to go into George Bush Airport in Houston. Holy shit, I saw people full on running to make their. I've only flown a, into that airport once. And I think my gate was like right next to the, the one I landed at. So, Kale, I've been asking that same question for a long time. Why is America such a group of fucking pansies? I'm glad you asked that question. What turned us into that? Did, uh, I, I, I mean, it, it's got to be, I don't know how old you are, Kale. But it's my generation that turned these under generations this way. Generation X, nothing bothered us. We knew how to fight. We knew how to put people down. We were taught how to be polite, how to be courteous. We were taught all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, a bunch of them decided, hey, let's, let's make it easier for the kids. Let's be nicer to them. Let's hand out trophies to everybody. Yeah, you're, you're, you're 37. You're a millennial. And nothing wrong with that. I, I don't shit on a lot of millennials anymore. I, I'm shitting on, Gen, uh, what is this, Gen Y or Gen Z that's out right now. Gen Z. Gen Z is just awful. Just fucking rotten. But, uh, because I, I know a lot of millennials that have worked their asses off. They're fucking hardworking people. But they're the generation that were awarded all the trophies. Oh, you finished in last place and you never showed up for practice. Here's a trophy. Yay. It was my generation. I, I, I full on take, I, I take, and I'm glad I never have kids because if I were to have kids, I would have been kicked out of every fucking league there was. Because little Arnie Jr. gets a fucking trophy for third place. Arnie Sr. is going to be breaking that trophy in front of him. And going, you are the second best loser. Zach, good morning to you. He just texted in. Gen X rebelled against the baby boomers. We wanted our own independence. We won it. The kids that came after us, second or third generation millennials and beyond, self-entitled and no backbone. No, because we fought all their fights. Teachers got lazy, and I'll say it, they got lazy, and they stopped giving them grades. I mean, this is what happened. So first thing we did is that we took trophies and we gave them to everybody. Okay? Then they saw how that was going, and they said, well, that's awesome. What should we do next? Well, what we'll do next is this. No more MVPs, no more anything like that. See, they started in the sports world, and then they moved to the academic world, where schools around the country for a while were not giving grades. Now, I don't know how you, uh, you, you move people up, and this is thanks to George W. Bush. The, I, I think one of the stupidest things he ever did was the no child left behind. Well, if your kid is stupid and he doesn't get fifth grade uh, uh math, 
then guess what? They don't get to go to sixth grade. If you flunk fifth grade, you flunk fifth grade, and you got to repeat it. Well, then he'll feel bad. Well, yeah, he'll feel bad because he's a dumb fuck. Make him work harder. But see, we got rid of all that. No grades means nobody gets left behind. And then in the past 10 to 15 years, we've stopped awarding the kids that work hard by taking away the valedictorian and salutatorian because it makes the dumb kids feel bad. I never felt bad that I was not the valedictorian. I, I, I would have felt bad if I was because that meant I would have been a nerd. And I wouldn't have gone to all the cool parties, and I wouldn't have had alcoholism set in early at an age. These kids were all told that they were super-duper special. Everybody's special. And you know what's so funny about that is that there is a movie that came out when these kids were growing up that should have fucking opened their eyes, and that movie is The Incredibles. Because they said, if everybody is special, then no one is special. (sighs) I probably should have been held back in the fifth grade at one point. I had like a 1.2 GPA, yeah? Uh, What generations are the politicians pushing through all these gay-ass policies? They're fucking shit up too, yeah? I got kicked out of, of peewee basketball for my voiced opinion of pussification of the sport and how they were playing. Seriously, banned my boys from playing peewee basketball because I called them out. Took all I had to keep my mouth shut so my boys could play other sports. Because, it, it, and, and you know who did it? I'm going to tell you who did it. My generation did this because my generation, the boys in my generation, were glued to sports. Everything, it, we, we, we would base everything on sports schedules. It's true. Think back. If, if you're older, if you're in your 50s or, or late 40s at least, we made time right. Sports was the most important thing to us. We'd watch Sports Center 46 times, even though it was the same exact Sports Center. It was all about sports. It was, it's what born all these fantasy football leagues. And I believe the people that weren't into sports, and I'm not going to just say women because there were a lot of men that weren't into sports, they wanted to dumb it down and make it not so important to kids. Even though sports is one of the most important things, you, and you can learn so much from sports as a kid, but I digress. But they made sports not important anymore. And when they did that, when they dumbed it down and everybody got a trophy. Oh, there was one thing. Oh, the other thing they did right before they went to the academic world is that they would punish teams that were too good. Literally, if you won a football game by more than 28 points, the coach would be suspended the next week. Teams would have to apologize. I remember seeing this. uh, This was a basketball team here in Texas. And, and I want to say, yeah, it was the Duncanville girls basketball team. They beat a team 117 to 12. 117 to 12. The team lost by 115 points or 105 points. 
the coach and players from that girls' team had to write letters to the other team apologizing. I'm not making that up. You're going to make winners feel bad. And by the way, if I was a loser and I got one of those letters, see, but see, I once again, I'm Gen X. If I would have gotten a, lo- a letter from one of them people, it would have been on. I would have wanted to fight them. Don't write me a letter saying you feel bad that you whoop my ass. What the fuck does that mean? You feel bad. How do you think I feel? I lost by 105 points. They just sent an email directing us not to use gender pronouns. Fuck that shit. I swear to God. Now, let me just tell you how fucked up the world is right now. Bill Walton, one of the biggest libtards there ever has been, played in the NBA, went to UCLA, lived in Portland, all that kind of stuff. He is fucking pissed off, and rightfully so. He wrote a letter to the, the mayor of San Diego. And it said, once again, while peacefully riding uh, my bike early in Sunday morning in Balboa Park, I was threatened, chased, and assaulted by the homeless population in our park. Once again, you've done and continue to do nothing. You are horrible. He then goes to post pictures of homeless encampments at the park and things like that. And then says, will San Diego Mayor please give us our park, our bike paths, our neighborhoods, our community, and our lives back? This is a liberal guy who used to follow the Grateful Dead. Also, there was a story out of L.A. yesterday. If you didn't get to see this, well, you're welcome. I have it now. A Los Angeles homeless man. I know that that, that is a shocker. has been captured on video hurling his own feces! 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 Paul Scaravino, the owner of the Blue Dog Beer Tavern near Ventura Boulevard in Sherman Oaks, shared footage of a pantless man throwing a bag of shit on the hood of his car. There you go. Hold on a second. Now, I'm going to go extreme here. And Some clients say they're not if the I'm type too of much for you. I many of our cases are settled without having to sue. Shut up. Shut up, Morgan and Morgan. You're not for the people. Get a haircut, too. Your hair looks stupid. Let's go. How long is this fucking ambulance chaser? Sherman Oaks business owners say they've had enough. They've reached out to the police, to their city council representative, and other city officials, and they say they've been ignored. So they turned to Fox 11 News so we could shed light on their problem. You want to have a fight? In Sherman Oaks, California. You think I'm playing when I say you gotta die? You really gotta die. You gotta die. The homelessness crisis. You gotta get your half-naked ass out of my restaurant right now. As business owners closing up shops and employees fearing for their safety. Lovely, a fire They've dealt with station. fires caused by the unhoused. Aggression on a daily basis. Woman, I found another woman's head in a fire. 
fear for my staff. I fear for my guests. I don't know from one, way, one day to another what's going to happen. Like this man who openly defecates on Ventura Boulevard and on this day tosses a bag of his bodily waste onto business owner Paul Scrivano's SUV. Every single day, every single morning, I'm wiping that off my property before I have to do business. Sir, why are you throwing feces at people? Who? You threw feces at this gentleman. This guy has to understand. I'm half paralyzed, I'm blind, I have no car for nine years. We offer to help the man with services for the homeless, but... Sir, do you need help? The city is offering help. Me. I don't need any help. Every day is like another adventure of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. It is like a psych, literally a psych ward. Scrivano, owner of Blue Dog Beer Tavern, has had about all he can take. That's okay. Pooping on the street, peeing <laughs> on the street, having sex on the street, making threats without a weapon is okay now. Many business owners are at their wits end. All right. Uh, oh, he can also stand up. Yeah, yeah. He, he says he's half paralyzed. I don't know how he's half paralyzed. He's standing up, bending over, throwing shit. <clears throat> um, ever notice libtards still rely on the whole Reagan closed the nut houses, but they never lifted a finger to reopen them? Oh, yeah. This is pure gold listening to. He said he's half paralyzed and blind. Well, he can see the cameras okay, and he didn't miss the car, so he's not that fucking blind. I'm just going to tell you what my, look, I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> if the, if Gavin Newsom runs for president, this needs to be a campaign ad for his opposition. Oh, uh, uh, they will they will use this against him. Oh, oh. the pooping and peeing on the street. I'm just going to say it, and this isn't going to be very popular, but that guy right there, the guy who's throwing shit on that guy's car and doing all this kind of stuff, he needs to die. I'll say it. He needs to fucking die. Oh, no, one less homeless person on the streets? Sorry, not sorry. I'm so tired of us bending over backwards for these people. And, yes, before anybody says, well, what are their veterans? That guy was from fucking had a, an accent. He wasn't no veteran of our military. So, die. I'm sorry. I, 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 I am done with it. You have people throwing their actual shit on my car. I will cut your fucking ears off. Uh, uh, it, it's so fucking terrible. What, what, well, let's see. She asked bank CEOs if they would stop funding fossil fuels. What a fucking idiot. Uh, where the fuck is Charles Bronson when you need him? Blowing away all these nut job asshole homeless pieces of filth. Can we just round them all up, put them in a ditch, give them a stick, and let them fight for survival? I'm so tired of this homeless problem. Amen. And you know what? Here's the deal. We have pussyfooted around the homeless issue for far too long. Oh, bless their hearts. They had a tough lot in life. Well, let me just fucking, let, let me just stop the car real quick and say everybody has had a tough lot in life somewhere. It is time for this country to fucking grow up. We're almost, well, how old are we now? Two, almost 1776 to now. Hell, I can't do the math that fucking fast. We're almost 250 years old. 
we're still walking around going, oh, those poor homeless people. God, I feel so bad for them. Here, here's money. I yell obscenities at people who hand homeless people money when, they, when, they, when they're blocking traffic. The fact that they, uh, they sent that video to the councilwoman and she said to stop sending her graphic videos is appalling too. Yeah. Bring bum fights back, this time to the death. Arnie's going to be like that 7-Eleven clerk that threw the homeless guy in the alley. Well, he was destroying his fucking phone there. I, I thought that was awesome. Something has to give, though. There are far too many homeless people on the streets. And, and, and by the way, I mean, look at, look at the towns that they're in the streets for. L.A., liberal as fuck. San Francisco, liberal as fuck. Austin, Texas, liberal as fuck. Do you not see a pattern? Portland, Oregon, they're in the suburbs. Lib as fuck. I'm not saying not to be liberal. I'm not saying that you have to be a conservative in your beliefs and things like that. This is not liberal versus conservative. This is simply right versus wrong. If you work your ass off your entire life to afford a $300,000 house, kudos to you. You should not have to worry about bums shitting in your front yard. And there was a time in this country where you didn't. But police have been told not to arrest them. District attorneys have been told to just let them go, no bail. The jails are overcrowded. First thing we need to do is we need to let all the marijuana people out of jail. Let them go. I don't care if it's legal in your state or not. They've decriminalized it in so many places. Just let them go. Texas, I'm talking to you. It's about damn time. Let's go. Now we have room for fucking people that are bad. So we get rid of this zero bail bullshit. But you did one state and oh god damn it, I can't remember who it was, and I'm so sorry for this. Uh one state yesterday I was reading has a zero bail for second degree murder. Huh? And I know that Illinois is doing the same thing with second degree murder, kidnapping, arson, all those things. Once again, liberal as fuck city. I want to launch a bazooka around at fuck faces who give money to those assholes on street corners. Oh, my God. Oh. It, it, it's so annoying, and, and it, it's frightening. Arnie, we have a generation that is cooking chicken in medicine. <laughs> And Bahad Baby is the voice of reason. It's the end of times. Yes, if you weren't on the show yesterday... Okay, uh, see, in accordance with the diverse priority, we must embrace, promote, and unleash the potential of diversity and inclusion. Competition against near-peer adversion requires united focus. Uh, he, she did, best male, female, youngest, oldest, sergeant major. This is fucking terrible. They might shit in my front yard once, but they'd be walking away with a 12 <laughs> 12-gauge rock salt in their ass. 
How about this? How about we make it? We, 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 uh, what's the word? Oh, I know the word I'm looking for. We, uh, oh, I just said it. Hmm. We, about marijuana. Fuck, I can't think of it. We make it legal to shoot homeless people. Zero bail should be, bail is not an option, yeah. Is it bad to say I miss Bill Clinton administration? No shit. You know, back when Joe Biden was throwing everybody in jail, especially black people. I'm confused. Doesn't that mean no getting out of jail for no bail? So no bail for second degree murder would be good, right? No, 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 no. No, no, no bail. Zero bail means they don't have to pay bail. They can be released. And they promise to show up at their fucking court date. That's what it means. No ankle monitors. Zero bail means they don't have to bail themselves out. I know zero bail sounds good. But no, 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 no. You get arrested, you get your fingerprints done, and then you're let go. Make homeless wrong again. I wish it was. I, I mean, I don't know what did it. I, I All the teen homeless, like, you look at these homeless camps, and there's a lot of states that have different laws when it comes to being homeless. And the problem is that these laws that are in place are doing nothing. I know that in California, we used to, when, when I was uh, on the radio, we helped the Win Youth Center. And we found out then later they were, uh, the guy was selling all the coats and made a huge profit. It, it was an awful story. I, I fucking, I, and this is why I almost refuse to always help charity because charity is so bad. They've got so many corrupt people in charities. I know there are good ones out there. I don't have the time to, or the inclination to research it. But we used to help these homeless teenagers because a lot of these kids, what they told us, a lot of these teenagers aren't runaways. A lot of these teenagers end up going to be in the Wind Youth Center at the time. I don't know if they still have that or not. But because homeless shelters, if you were uh, 11 to 18, you could not stay in the homeless shelter because there were too many fucking predators in the homeless shelters. I want you to think about that. From 11 to 18... It's a huge difference between 11-year-old and 18-year-old. But they all ended up on the streets. I want you to think about when you were 11. Think about if your parents lost everything and you ended up being homeless. You didn't do anything. You didn't run up the credit card bill in Vegas and lose everything. That was mom and dad. But now you're going to be punished for it and by being kicked out of your home and being on the street. And then you get punished all over again because you are not allowed to be in that homeless shelter. So you're on the streets at 11. I gave money to the Shriners. The kids are, all st- are, are still mutant cripples. It's a fucking scam. Joe would love the hood mom joke today. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I told that one. Today's joke was... Uh, what do you call a mom from the hood that had eight abortions? Crime stopper. That's the other thing about uh, Braddy Kid. Bravo. Susan G. Coleman takes almost all their donations to pay for their staff, not breast cancer research. Uh, the March of Dimes. This is where I, find, I started learning about charities and things a long time ago in my radio career. Jerry Lewis 
Do you know how much Jerry Lewis would get paid to do the March of Dimes telethon? Whatever the amount was, they made more than the previous year. If they made $10 million more than the previous year, Jerry Lewis got paid $10 million for a weekend of work. March of Dimes at one time, 97, 97 cents of the dollar went to the organization. Only 3% went to the charity. Eleven to 18 hardest ages to get in foster homes. Such a horrible cycle. We need to do better. Yes, we do need to do better. Absolutely. And a lot of these people think that, and, and I mean, you know, when I hear the words welfare is generational, that, that, you want to see me fucking set off, say that in front of me. Because they don't know any better. My ass, they don't know any better. You get these kids that live in the hood, that live on welfare, white, black, Mexican, Hispanic, I don't give a fuck what color you are. They all know better. They all watch MTV or, or whatever. I, I shouldn't say MTV anymore because they don't play rap videos. But they see these rappers and these fucking cars, and they know that there's success out there. So all of them try to become rappers, which none of them are going to fucking succeed. How about instead of becoming a rapper, you work hard and you get a job to where you can afford that shit? But see, that's not cool. That's not cool. That's never been cool to get a job. It's cool to rob people or rob the system and be on generations of welfare. 90 days, motherfuckers. 90 days. Jimmy Carter pockets $99 of every 100 for Habitat of Humanity. Say, I haven't looked in that one, but I bet you, I bet you it's close. It's normalized to live off welfare, and that is a problem. That is a problem beyond problems. Speaking of feeling bad for somebody, we should feel bad for Mark Zuckerberg whose net worth plunged by $71 billion yesterday. I can't wait to see him apply for welfare. Its stock has lost about 60% of its value, and I can tell you why. It's because of all the bullshit wokeness. There's a joke that V Coop sent me that I want to tell, but since my account is uh, under warning on TikTok, I might tell it just to see what happens. The joke is, why should you never fist a pregnant woman from the hood? <laughs> You'll lose your watch. Starting to wonder what happened to all the money I gave to the human fund. Hashtag Seinfeld. That's pretty good. Yeah, um, he, he, he's, he's only now worth $52.8 billion. I wrote a song called Welfare Junkie, which is just about people living off the system. The homeless solution is to use old abandoned rock quarries, give each bum a tent, a hammer, a hatchet, a bag of seeds, and let nature short, sort everything out. Boy, I wish. 
Fucking hey, can we have TV cameras up there at night to see them fucking hatchet each other? I'm down. We got to get to Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy here. But uh, another one of your freedoms could be going away very, very soon, thanks to the National Transportation Safety Board, who says that all vehicles, that's every single vehicle now, needs to be equipped with alcohol detectors, and the law will soon require them. Well, that's fantastic. Because all that's saying is everybody's guilty until you're not guilty. How much are these going to cost car manufacturers? Um... Oh, it's between, okay, it'll cost $60 to $150 to install, $60 to $80 a month to calibrate and and monitor remotely. So there you go, another $80 of, of, of your money will have to be used so you can drive. How about this? How about this? When you're arrested for drinking and driving for the second or third time, you can never get a driver's license again. And then if you're on the road and you're driving without a driver's license, that means you don't have car insurance because you can't have car insurance without a driver's license. You get to go to prison. How about that? How about that instead of letting all these fucking things happen like, you know, if I, look, look, I got a DUI. It changed my life for the for the better. And I know a lot of people that 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 have gotten DUIs and they continue to drink and good for them. I wish I could be them. But not every car needs the fucking blow in to see if you can start. By the way, people have outsmarted that by allowing their kids to blow in there. Or they have friends that'll blow in there for them. This is stupid. This is like the cameras. We've all got cameras now on our big trucks and SUVs, and a lot of cars have cameras, backup cameras. Do you know why? Do you happen to know why? I was working in radio when that all came about. It all started because of one mother who got into her car and backed up, even though her kids were playing in the front yard, she wasn't paying any attention. She put that thing in reverse, hit it, ran over her kid. Killed him. Now, that's sad. Now, she suffered enough already. She never went to prison for it. And then she went to car manufacturers and said, you need to put a camera in because I didn't know my child was back there. This is a real story. That woman called our show one time, and she was on hold and hung up. And we were talking about backup cameras. Backup cameras have, uh, at the time, I don't know what they are now, but at that time, they increased the the price of a new car by $10,000. Now, I love the backup camera. I use it because it's there. But I'm not opposed to looking over my shoulders or using the mirrors or making sure there are no kids behind me when I back up. But the cameras will become necessary because one woman ran over her kid and then said it was the car's fault. Think about that. 
that cars have an agenda against kids. I got a camera installed on my 97 Forerunner. It only costs like 800 bucks with the stereo. Okay. Dude, in California, I'm seeing all these cars without registrations, and I assume no insurance. Like, laws are getting enforced in California. Yeah. may have added $10,000 to the sticker price, but it saved you $9.99 a month in insurance. Yeah, whoop-de-doo. Once again, all we do is we, we, we cater to the lazy people in this country. Oh, you don't want to get a job? You want to live on the street? No problem. You can piss and shit there as much as you want. Last story of the first break before we call Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. This is fantastic. In a new poll of Hispanic people that live in the U.S. of A. This is fantastic. Hispanic people uh, are in favor of the buses and the planes to liberal cities. 42% Now you're going to say Wait a second How they are in favor 42% are in favor 25% don't have any feelings on it And the rest are opposed to it So the the rest that are opposed to it Are like what 22% This is fantastic Because Hispanics even know This is wrong What is happening is wrong These people that came to our country legally Are saying bullshit Enough is enough, but we're not listening to them. No, instead we're talking about sending the governors of Texas and Florida to jail for kidnapping. Unbelievable. I, I, I don't understand our world anymore, and I'm, I'm not going to try to start. Not until things start to get righted. Nah. Damn those cars driving over kids all by themselves. How could you do such a thing? So ridiculous to take responsibility. You were driving and didn't check your surroundings properly. Nobody wants to, nobody takes, nobody takes it, the responsibility for it. The drunk drivers, well, then every car has to have in. No, they don't. We don't drink in our household. Why does our car have to have it in there? I'm wondering how long before all cars are mandated to have heartbeat monitors which detect a child in the back seat so no more kids left in cars. Maybe it detects a heartbeat and then the alarms go off when you try to lock the car. It will happen, I'm sure, because we can't bother to remember them on our own. My car already does it. No, 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 no. We got a 2019 uh, Silverado. And if, if there's something in the back seat, there's a warning that comes on when you stop the car. Be sure to check the back seat for anything important. What, like a kid? Maybe that heartbeat detector can also detect the heartbeat of a fetus. Oh, no. No, 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 no fetus talk. Uh, all right. Joe Murphy is next. We have a lot to do with Joe today. The phone number is 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Oh, my love, my darling, I've hungered for your touch, Time goes by 
Fantastic. He announced the big show here in March that they've already started selling tickets to. It's going to be at Cowboys Stadium. Uh, I don't think I'll be going to that show, but uh, it's okay. I, I like. I don't need to go to that show. It's too expensive anyway. Uh, now it's time we got to call our guy Joe Murphy in Lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. We got to get him on the horn. Got all kinds of football to talk about with Joe and other stuff. Hello. Is this the one and only Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy? It is, uh, sir. You you have the right phone number. Fantastic. Joe, how the hell are you, my friend? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I mean, uh, you know, this. Uh, I, I started my very first treatment of having the Adam's apple shave. Oh, yeah? Oh, how's that yeah. going? Well, I shave it all the time. It gets us gross hair. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I, I mean, is that going to improve your, your life as a sex worker? Well, I certainly hope so that I can, you know, I, I opens up a lot, the door to a lot more customers. Uh, hey, Joe, I got something for you. Uh, your Nebraska Cornhuskers are off this week, but this was yeah. a video that was circulating about your former coach, Scott Frost, and I want to play it for you. you you'll be oh. able to hear the audio here uh, as okay. soon as I hit play. So apparently, Scott Frost was showing up late to practices, and he was sometimes hungover. And here's where things kind of get funny. He was playing video games, playing golf, and the golf team at Nebraska was complaining to the athletic director office that Scott and his friends was using the simulator all the time. And if that wasn't enough for you, he was kicked out of the country club and canceled a barbecue because he was too drunk, etc., etc. There was more. There's so much. If somebody really wants to write a book about this tenure, it would be, first of all, it would allow Trev to walk away and go, this is why. Because he can't talk about that stuff. Right. He can't talk about his head coach being late for practice every day. He can't talk about his head coach not making recruiting phone calls. He can't talk about it. I can talk about it, you know, because it's over. But there's a whole bunch of stuff. There was a mess up there. It was an absolute. You had assisting coaches going to the athletic department and saying, the AD and going, hey, this is happening. Help us. That should not happen. Um. Joe, would you like to, to, to say anything about that video? I, I can't imagine my head coach doing any of that. No, no or, nor could I imagine Steve Sarkeesian do, ever doing that either. Um, but, uh, yeah, though, that, you know, Scott, uh, when you lose every single game by a field goal, yeah. <laughs> you have to start drinking. I'm sorry. That's just <laughs> all you can do. I mean, he's, <laughs> you know, he, he just had it. You know, he's like, you know, I'm the top dog here. So uh, I know I'm on my way out. You know, I, so I, I guess I just better, uh, you know, party while I can. You know, that's kind of, I always thought, you know, I, I never thought I'd hear stuff like that. I always thought he was just nose to the grindstone kind of guy, you know, and really working it out. But uh, now that doesn't, you know, with the, with the way they played and stuff over the last couple of years, something like that doesn't surprise me, you know, that he was just, uh, maybe he just had a case of the buckets. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, Sarkeesian, he got fired at SC for being a drunk, and he changed his life. He doesn't drink anymore. He's more responsible. Maybe this will be a wake-up call for Scott Frost because I remember when he got hired, he came from, what, UCF where he was undefeated and they tried to yeah. claim national yeah, title. Yeah. And, he went, and he went back to his own. I said, fucking A, because the football world is better when Nebraska's good. Like, like, it really is. You know, and he was the offensive coordinator at Oregon when they were scoring like 50 a game. Yeah. Too, I, you know, that's why I was so fucking. 
up and he got, you know, got hired. I thought it was going to be a, just a huge deal. And here we're coming back. And now, can you even believe I'm uttering the words Urban Meyer? <laughs> oh, you're starting to say it. Oh, no. I know. No! I know. Listen, we got enough co-eds in that town. He'll be fine. Oh, my God. No, Joe, not Urban <laughs> Meyer. Don't drink the Urban Kool-Aid. I know, Jim Jones. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, yeah. my God. So, that but, is but, you know, I'm willing, at this point, I'm willing to try, you know, whatever. Because, like I said, you know, uh, it was like, you know, they called it the big red machine. You know, Bob Devaney won a national championship. Guys like, you know, Johnny Rogers. And uh, and then uh, handed the ball off to, uh, you know, like, 20-year uh, assistant, uh, Tom Osborne, who just kept the, the machine rolling. And then he handed off to Solich. And once Solich went like like six, seven and six or something like that, he was seven and seven. I think he had an extra game or something. Uh, they were like, get rid of him, you know, and they got rid of him. And it just, and the Nebraska program has just, has just stunk every year. You know, we just cannot uh, pull it together. And now to find out that, uh, now to find out that, you know, Scott Frost, we better have had Robert Downey Jr. as our coach. <laughs> uh, the three names that are being mentioned right now in Husker Nation are Lance Leopold, who I don't know who he's a coach of. Matt Campbell, isn't he the Iowa State coach? Yeah, yeah, they, a lot of people like him. And Bill O'Brien. Is Bill O'Brien the head coach at Kansas that has them at 3 and I think it's a little too early to start drinking the Kansas Kool-Aid. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're three and zero, but so is what Duke and uh, mm-hmm. a couple other basketball schools. You know, are like three and zero this year. So you know, but 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 that's the thing. I mean, uh, you know, you're playing teams like uh, Incarnate Word, which by the way beat the Wolfpack here in Nevada. Right. Uh, you know, schools like uh, uh, you know uh, South Alabama, stuff like that. I mean, the the the, the, the pre-conference games. Are you know? There's so many schools out there now that are playing, uh, you know, North Dakotas, things like that. So you know, there's the schools that are three and zero. But come on, you know, this. Uh, it's not once you've got to start playing, you know, Ohio State. It's, yeah. it's not. It's not fun anymore. Yeah, and and Kansas is going to have a rude wake up call when they start playing the Iowa States, the Oklahomas, the Texas, the Texas right. Techs of the world. That three and zero is going to go away. They're still going to have three wins, but that might be all they have this season. Yeah, exactly. So, but but I, I don't know. Did you watch? I know. Uh, uh, did you watch College Game Day on ESPN? Uh, I did not watch hardly any of it last week when uh, when they were in uh, Appalachian State. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, you know what? I, I was actually watching the Fox, which Fox has a pregame show that comes on at seven a.m. Now yes, that's right because yes. I was thinking it was a game day that because it came out so early, but it was it was Fox's, and I always love to see. Brady Quinn every week oh, make me God. throw up. Jesus. Um, but, uh, what an uh, overrated piece of shit. Oh, my God. That guy, you know, you know, what, the ladies like him? Come on. Have you ever seen me, bro? Come on. <laughs> oh, I would have you Why is that, that guy? Show? Why is that guy turning the ladies oh. at when you got the doctor right here? Oh, I could imagine the Fox pregame show with Urban Meyer, uh, Reggie Bush, Matt Leinart, and Joe Murphy. Oh. Yeah. I, I mean, would pay for that, too. 
The camera gravitates towards me. It does. It really, really does. <laughs> well, that's because I had a high-powered magnet that I got from the set of Breaking Bad. Um, but uh, they were chanting Urban Meyer the whole time. Urban Meyer. They were the Husker fans were chanting. And you know, I've been to many Husker games, and I tell people, you know, you, you go to a Raider game. You know, your car's on your car's on blocks when you leave the stadium, and uh, and your wife you can't find. You know, you go to a Nebraska game, and it's just so family-oriented and so good. But they were, they've had enough. They were screaming fire frost at the end of that game. And and uh, uh, so, and Chanton Urban Meyer, and I, I mean, I'm not a big Urban fan, but uh, I think Urban Meyer knows a little more about recruiting and winning than the coach at Kansas yeah. or even Iowa State, you know? I, I, you know, the guy from Iowa State, he's very interesting. I mean, he did bring a winner to Iowa State, and it is Iowa State. It's Ames, Iowa, which is destitute. It is nowhere. And he has them playing great football and has for like three years. Yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, I think, did they already play? I think they might have beat Iowa or. Iowa, I think Iowa. Did they beat Iowa already? I think Iowa beat them, didn't they? Oh, Iowa beat them? Hold on. Yeah, yeah, and. uh, Iowa, you know, was crazy. Iowa scored seven points in two straight games. Iowa, the last two games, they scored seven points each game. Well, then they crushed Nevada, like 27 nothing. But the two games before that, they scored seven points in each game and won, I believe. And uh, one of the games was two safeties and a field goal, though, <laughs> for the seven. I'm sorry. They lost Iowa State 10 to 7. They beat yeah. South Dakota I, I would State. Say beat them. That, was, that was 10 to 7. I don't know if that's the game they scored the touchdown, Iowa did, or two safeties in a field goal to reach uh, seven. I, I don't know which one that was either because they won against South Dakota State 7 to 3. And I think that was yeah. the game that was the uh, the, the, the safeties. The two safeties in the field goal one, yeah. and then they, then they actually scored a touchdown, and they, actually, and they beat Iowa State. Yeah, unbelievable. Unfucking believable. Uh, all right, one more thing before we get into another thing. Um, there is a current debate going on in Major League Baseball about who should be the American League MVP. Should it be Shohani, the guy from uh, the the California Angels or the Anaheim Angels of California or whatever they're called? But I believe yeah, the other the Anaheim and the LA Angels. I don't know anymore because yeah. anyway, you know, if you went to the game, you'd get there about the sixth inning. Yeah, and, uh, but uh, but the debate is so, between uh, Shohani and Aaron Judge, who just hit his 60th home run for the Yankees. Now, is Mara still the record for 61 in a year? In my opinion, yes. No, I'm saying, what is the record for hit home runs in one in a season? Uh, I I believe there is an asterisk by number 70. And that, oh, yeah, Bonds, when yeah. Bonds was just juiced up and he looked like a hockey goalie at the plate. Yeah, um, I, I don't I don't recognize any of Barry Bonds'. I, I don't. I, I think Aaron Judge, I think 61 is the record. Okay, okay, opinion. he's close to that. I'll be probably going to get that, I'm sure. Um, you know, this is, this is so uh, – because, okay, the guy won it last year, and, he, of, course, of course, he pitches and, and, and plays in the mm-hmm. field. Uh, so the only team that doesn't need a designated hitter when he's pitching. Right. Um, so, and he won it last year. Now, Aaron Judge is number one in like what RBI. He's number one in, uh, average, he's tied for the average lead. No, he's, no, uh, no, no, no. he's nowhere near uh, the league. Home runs, of course, he's, he's far, he's way ahead of everybody. Mm-hmm. 
And the Yankees are great. The Yankees are going to make the playoffs, I yeah. believe. Yeah, well, the Angels are 32 and a half games out behind my yeah. Texas Rangers. Yeah, yeah, right. That, right. So that's the one strike against them. But, you know, but, but, but then again, the Yankees have, you know, deep pockets. So they can always, you know, they can, they're always going to be there like the Dodgers, it seems. But, but um, shouldn't, what, what I'm talking about, shouldn't the MVP go to a player whose team would be lost without him? I mean, do you think that the Yankees would have a lead in the American League East if it weren't for Aaron Judge? Because probably not. They'd probably be about. They, they, I would say, I would say about fifteen games less than they have right now. Okay, you so know. you look at Shohani. The Angels have him, and they're thirty-two games out of first place. How is that guy the MVP on the team? Well, it, well, or the, I mean, he's about fifth in like every stat, whether it's offensive or pitching. He's right in there about fifth. You know, he, I mean, it's incredible. It's like a throwback to like Babe Ruth, you know, where they were pitching and hitting and, and stuff. And so it, it's crazy to see that. But so, you know, he might be the, the most skilled, I mean, the most ambidextrous player or whatever you sure. want to call it. Uh, he but, goes uh, both ways. Yeah, it just goes both ways, which is incredible. You know, there's just so much specialization now that it's crazy, you know, that he does both so well. But yet your team is still, you know, not going to even come close to the playoffs. He doesn't you know, even I, lead the team I, I guess, runs. I guess I'm going to go with Aaron Judge because Aaron Judge, yeah. he said the Yankees probably would be fighting for a playoff spot without him. Yeah, I agree completely. This is a no-brainer for me. If I had a vote, I would have written Aaron Judge's name down last week. He's your American League MVP. Live with it. And it's, you know what, you should be able to vote. It's too bad that you only get to vote for the Hooters girl of the I year. I know, I know. It's fucking terrible. I should get a vote for this and the Heisman. Yeah, the Heisman. I know. Like, oh, okay. A Longhorn on the ballot again. Well, this year, I mean, B. John Robinson. Well, 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 we're getting ahead of ourselves here. We got one more thing to talk about before we go into football. Now, I, I'm bringing you into this because you are an expert. Of course. The five. I know you're talking. I know you're talking about women. Yes. Probably. Oh, absolutely. The five <clears throat> major personality turnoffs that make you look insecure, selfish, and annoying, and everyone does them. These are okay, the five well, major dating turnoffs, Joe. Five major. You got five of them. Yeah, I have five of them in front of me. Well, you know, I didn't understand the whole thing about. Uh, you know, I mean, my, the basement where I live with my mom, we had access to the outside. We didn't have to go through the top floor. I mean, I don't know why that was a big turnoff. Uh, not mentioned, not mentioned in here. So it's okay to live with your mom? I guess so. But okay. Let me go through these five for you. Number one, seeking compliments or validation about yourself. Um, yeah, that's probably that. Yeah. Yeah. What you, cause what you want to be. It's a listener. You yes. want to be a listener yes. and and be interested in the other in the, the young lady's life. But but you still have to talk. You, yeah, you, you can't just to sit talk. there and you listen. Talk. Yeah, and, but oh, tell me more. Oh, that's fascinating. Instead of well, I once uh, watched uh, eighty three Big Bang theories in a row. You know, I mean, you don't want to you know boost yourself too much. Yeah, uh, but, and, yeah, and that would that would be a turnoff. I could see that. You I might want to if you do have to brag about something, you might want to find something good to brag about. The Big Bang theory, I, I like the 83 in a row, but I don't think that's going to get you to first base. 
Fuck, I'm not going to use that next time then. Okay, Damn it. There you go. Um, number two, avoiding answering questions and not being an open book. Yeah, you you know they don't want yeah yeah you don't you don't want to uh, uh, you know uh, oh I'm sorry you you were you you you're a tier three uh, sex offender I mean uh, you got to open up about what you're doing what's yeah. going on in your life yeah that, yeah that's a, that's a no brainer I think because the, of your captain's secrecy okay Marty Bird sorry yeah. you know uh, you know <laughs> hashtag Ozark that was a great line Joe uh, um. If you use the phrase, I plead the fifth during a date, that's never good. Never, ever no. good. No. Well, at first you should say, I would like to invoke my Fifth Amendment right. Yeah. the way you properly say that. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, you know, because, hey, so are you, how, are you married? Do you have kids? Oh, I'll take the fifth. Okay, you know what? I'll take the check. Okay, buddy? Uh Using your date as a therapist to complain about your problems. Yeah, that's never good either because, you know, they, she, she, she's got enough baggage. She doesn't need to be Dr. Phil for no. you, okay? And, I mean, and, uh, and, and make your problems real. Don't use it as a time to complain about, oh, I have too many cars. My bank or, account is yeah, too yeah, full. Yeah, yeah. My dick is too you know, big. I had, to take the, I had to take the Bugatti into the, into the shop this week. Oh, that sucks, yeah. buddy. Yeah, don't do not do that. Yeah, uh, you know, be like, be like, uh, you know, be like, well, I wasn't able to go. Uh, I wasn't able to perform uh, surgery for the blind in Africa on a mercy ship because of this day. You know, yeah. that's why I wasn't able to go. Yeah, pick the right that. stuff to complain about. Man, I'm yeah. sorry I would have been here earlier. But I was feeding the homeless. Yeah, the go. soup kitchen stayed open late. There right. You go. Uh, number four, and Stephanie put number one through five. Your name is Stephanie. Now you stop that, Steph. Number four is putting yourself down. Now there's nothing wrong with a little self-deprivation. Or yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, just a little bit. Don't be, uh, don't be a doormat. You know, but yeah. but you can you can you can be like you know. Uh, Boy, I, I I came in second in the spelling bee to Suzette Andrews, which I did. Boy, that uh, women, uh, they, 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 I, I love to see them crashing the glass ceiling, you know. But so it's good to, you know, let them know everybody's got a few character defects or sure. flaws. And, and to, to acknowledge them to the uh, to the other person on the date, it's a little bit, uh, you seem more approachable, more, you know, like you're a real human. Uh, avoid the phrase, I'm such a loser on any date. That's never, ever good. Well, unless she's unless you got to tell her to pick up the check. Yeah. I'm such a loser. I totally <laughs> left my wallet at home. Well, hey, at least she got a free meal. Uh, the right. last one, if you continue to interrupt someone else when they're speaking. Yeah, that's my that's my bad right there. That's what I'd be doing. I'm, I'm the guy that's always thinking of what I'm going to say rather than listen. And so, you know, you got to be a good listener and, and, and stay focused. You know, I know that the bus girl is a hottie patati, but try to keep your eyes off her and listen to your date for a minute, okay, buddy? Yeah, I, I mean, those are those those are all good things, and 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 hopefully we've improved people's dating lives for this well, weekend. I, I I I, if you're a young lady out there and you want to learn how to date, call me. <laughs> I they by the way, I do not endorse that. That is not endorsed by the show. That is, is not endorsed. 
Yeah, you call him at your own peril, ladies. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm endorsed by the Clinton Foundation. <laughs> All right, let's talk some college football, shall we, Joe? And then we'll get uh, to last week. And by the way, you had a spectacular week last week in the NFL. You. But we'll get to that here in a second. First thing we're going to do is talk about the Nevada game because uh, they're not on the top 25, but they are playing this weekend. I believe at home against Air Force, and they are a 24-point underdog. Yeah, they are just not – I mean, you know, uh, Norvell, Jay Norvell took the best players to Colorado State, and they can't score a touchdown. So what we were left with, uh, we had – and I want to say that is – I'm trying to find it on my sheet here, uh, which I wrote down. Yeah, no, it's at, I believe it's at Air Force. But... Okay, okay, my bad then. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, especially with a spread like that, like 25 points. Um, you know, I, Air Force, of course, you know, um, it's isn't it crazy how Air Force just runs the ball and they're the Air Force? Yeah, I know, right? Isn't it, that, that's odd. That's it, called it, an oxymoron. It, I'm, it, I'm a college graduate. <laughs> that's what you learn in college. Dang, now I was just, you know, once I got my dyslexia under control. Yeah, uh, yeah, 24, look, you know you're a bad team when you're a 24-point dog to a service academy and not yeah. one of the better service academies at that. Well, and here's the thing. I'm going to take the 25 points. If I was going to bet it, I'd take Nevada just because, you know, they, they, the reason that spreads like it is because they lost to incarnate word, which yeah. is – you know, some people, you know, they, they think that's, a, 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 you know, a, in the St. Peter's Square or something. You know, they don't even know where that's at, which, like I told you last week, is the largest Catholic school in the state of, of Texas. Yep. But uh, so that's why that is so uh, such a big spread. So I, I'm going to go out on a limb. I, I hope I'm right that Nevada at least covers the 25. But I, I'm pretty sure they're going to lose that ball game. They, they did not cover last week against Iowa. They lost 27 to nothing. I mean, they yeah, can't I know. score. I know, I know, yeah, no, well, that was okay. Yeah, that, that's right. It was two weeks ago in corner. Yeah. I wasn't going on the road to the Big Ten, and they can't even get in the end zone. So, I'm still going to take the 25. I'm hoping we can rally the troops. But, the, yeah, they're going to lose that game, that's for sure. Okay. Uh, all right, Michigan, who's number four in the country, and they have played nothing but dog shit schools. I know. They have a conference game this week against the Terrapins of Maryland. It is in Ann Arbor, and Michigan is a 17-point favorite. Maryland is also undefeated. Yeah, you know, first off, a Terrapin, I believe that's some kind of a turtle. Yes. Okay. A multicolored um, turtle, I believe. And who won the race against the tortoise in the hair? I believe the tortoise did, my friend. That's right. So I'm going to take Maryland in this one. Are, are you taking uh, not, to, not to win it, but to cover. Okay. All right. But I think Maryland shows up. I think Michigan, uh, the kid from Nevada for Damani Rance, their quarterback, I don't know if he's playing or not, but the backup is McCarthy. He, he's, he's pretty hungry. He's pretty good. Um, they, they should win this game, but I have a feeling this is going to be one of those upset alerts that we see during the day. Okay. But, uh, All right. Fair enough. Uh, number five, Clemson. How they got to number five, I don't know. They're not a good team anymore. Number five, Clemson, is on the road in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, taking on number 21, the uh, alma mater of Arnold Palmer, Wake Forest, who's also 3-0. Clemson is a seven-point favorite. Clemson. Well, they give them that ranking because, they, you know, when, you, when your mom names you Debo, you know, <laughs> then she's obviously drinking, and it felt bad. 
Um, but uh, Clemson on the Road at the, the Witch, this is where they had the Salem Witch Trials, I believe. Uh, there's always a little magic going on there. Uh, Wake Forest upsets Clemson. Really? Wow. Oh, you're calling an upset special? Yeah. Man, that was an early upset special. I like it. I like the Wake Forest Demon Deacon or the At home in Winston Salem. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, you you know, before you know the tailgate parties a seance usually. So <laughs> uh all right. Big twelve conference starts this weekend. Number seventeen Baylor is on the road. This is what you call a trap against unranked how is Iowa State unranked at three and oh? Iowa State's a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home against the Baylor Bears. Yeah, this is a tight one here. And, uh, you know, it, Iowa State's not ranked, and Maryland is. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But, uh, so, I like Iowa State. If it's two-and-a-half, I would, I would bet it. Um, I think it's a tight one, but I think Iowa State wins that game. Um, Baylor, you know, they're, 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 there's the schools that are always there, like the Alabamas and the – you know, and the you know, Florida is usually always up in there somewhere, uh, Oklahoma. But Baylor was one of those that just, boom, they peak and then they drop back down. Um, I, I don't think I, – I think Iowa State wins just end coverage. Okay. Uh, I like that pick. I like Iowa State at home in that game. Now, this is a game that's going to be interesting because I don't think the, the, the home team has won this game in over a decade. But the number 20 Florida Gators are traveling to Rocky Top. Good old Neyland Stadium to take on the 11th ranked, and that makes me want to puke. Tennessee Volunteers. The Tennessee Volunteers. And and, And they're a a 10.5-point favorite. Wow. Um, I'm trying to find this. Uh, It's at Tennessee, correct? Yes. Yes, it is at Tennessee. Man, this is a tough one. Boy, uh, let me see here. When I get, where's Conchita, my top stat girl? <laughs> she, 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 she's on break, apparently. God it's, damn it, Conchita. I can't find, I can't find good help anymore. I know, it's, I know. It's, it's all that sex working that you're doing. Well, it's, it's very lucrative. And don't forget my catalytic converter business. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that one. I shouldn't, though. So the game, I think Tennessee by 17. That's way too much. Florida could actually win that game, but I'm going to take Florida to cover. But I, I think I think Tennessee bites them in the ass and, 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 and beats them, but not by 17. No, uh, like, the, like the old ball coach used to say, Steve Spurrier, you can't spell Citrus Bowl without UT. I'm taking the Florida Gators. Chomp, chomp. Chomp, chomp. I know, because you, who, who, didn't your ex-wife live in Tennessee? Yeah, and she was a big Vols fan. I hate the Vols. Right. I know you do. You got a lot of, you know, forgiveness can set you free, but let's yeah. go on. Yeah, I mean, they wear that retarded orange. That, 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 that shade of orange is putrid. God, what are we, hunting deer or playing football, for Christ's sake? What are you? <laughs> uh, Tennessee. Yeah, that, they, uh. I, I, you know, I was in Nashville. I was also, I went to uh, Lynchburg, Tennessee, mm, to oh. the Jack, the Jack Daniels distillery tour. I mm. thought it was going to be so boring. It actually was pretty fascinating. Uh, the tour, every single bottle, like, you know, like uh, a Jim Beam comes, you've got several distilleries around the world. Every single bottle of Jack comes out of, of Lynchburg, Tennessee. And they, you know, they burn the trees and they charcoal out of the wood. 
Uh, there's a spring that bubbles up. The, uh, the people that work, it's a dry county, though. Yeah, it is. Like all, that, that's a crazy all the people thing. that work there are entitled to a 1.75, I guess they call it a handle, um, uh, every month if they wanted. And there's like the guy, the, our tour guide said there was 21 chasers. And if even one of them, you know, spits that out, whatever, that, that batch is gone. And he said uh, uh, in his Tennessee accent, which I could barely understand, you know, if you're caught drinking, if you're one of the tasters and you caught drinking, the Jack Day will make you a tour guide. He said, <laughs> tour guide. So it was pretty, it was, a, it was really a, a, a fun trip, but uh, enough about the great uh, racist state of Tennessee. Yeah, amen to that. Uh, all right. Big matchup here in the SEC coming up here. Number 10, Arkansas is, go- well, this game is at a neutral site. It's here in, in Arlington. Uh, they play it every year in Arlington. Number 10, Arkansas, taking on number 23, Texas A&M. And uh, A&M is a two-point favorite. Arkansas to A&M at Jerry World, correct? Yep. Yes, sir. Okay, AT&T Stadium. Uh, boy, Arkansas, you know what? A&M, I think A&M wins that game. I just, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of the same way about Arkansas that you are, Tennessee. Because that's where what's his name? The uh, Musselman went from Nevada, right, the basketball right, coach. Right. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I'm gonna, I like AM. Okay, uh, let me just say real quick, Suey, right. go you know, That was gonna be my first call. Was the Suey? Go Hogs, you know. Razorbacks. <laughs> well, you know what? I be, I love John Daly, of course. Everybody, if you don't love John Daly, just quit playing golf, people. Amen. Okay, Amen you don't deserve the game. Uh, all right, our final game of Saturday. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's music to my ears. The 22, the 22nd ranked Texas Longhorns take their business on the road and will be taking on the 2-1 and Texas Tech Red Raiders Texas is a six and a half point favorite on the road. You know what, buddy? I, I, I this is if this was if this was at uh, uh, what is it? I know it's there in Austin. What is Texas Stadium called? Uh, Daryl K. Royal Memorial Stadium. Oh yeah, Royal. Uh, yeah. Um, where my ashes would, will be spread. What's that? Where my ashes will be spread. Oh, that's for that's your ashes, Brad? That's not even a joke. That is a true story. I am going to have my ashes spread at DKR. Well, what about, is the field artificial turf? Won't they just vacuum you up later? No, no, it's grass, baby. Oh, all right then. Yeah, you know what? I would love to be there, but please get, you know, get it while there's a game going on. I don't want to waste my time on there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, this game's at Tech, and they're you know yeah that, that scares stadium. me. That really scares me, buddy. Um, you know Texas is, is, is uh, you're a good team, but uh, you know um, boy, uh, I hate to say it, but I hope they don't lose. But I got a feeling Texas Tech is going to give them a, a battle. Texas Tech always plays Texas hard when it's at Tech. Unlike last year when the Longhorns hung seventy two on them. That's right, seventy two. It was like a basketball score. Um, I see the Longhorns hanging half a hundred on Texas Tech, and Texas Tech may be putting up 21 points. Their backup quarterback is leading the way. Um, both teams are going to be using backups, 
Quinn Ewers has practiced, even though he still has a sprained uh, clavicle. Bijan Robinson actually played football last week and had an amazing game, 181 rushing yards. I'm picking Texas big, big, big. Okay, big Dad. I think it's going to be a brawl, and I too, uh, I, I I pulled my clavicle in one of the scenes from my movie um, uh, Shaving Private Ryan last week. So, <laughs> man. Boy, you are just an industrious guy. You are a big. Well, I just, you I, know, I, I gotta these tell you, times are tough. You got to get out there and hustle. I, I tell you, I am, I am so thankful that I get to have you on Thursdays for like an hour or so because I know how busy you are. Yeah, it is. I, you know, I do. I have to shower after this because I, you know, I've got the. I, what we got to do? I got to flub. I don't know if you know what that is, but <laughs> yeah, anyway, move sadly, on. Sadly, I do. Yes. Uh, all right, now we got to go to pro football, Joe. Where all last right. week. You were amazing. 13 and 3, Joe. You were 13 and 3 last week. How in the yeah. hell did you do that? Well, week one, I wanted you to feel good about yourself. So I let you slide. And then week two, I said, you know what? Fuck this guy. Let's play. let's show him how it's done. No, I that's incredible. I mean, it, it it's uh uh you know, thirteen and three. Wow, uh, that's it. Uh, you, you get lucky like that one. If I go thirteen and three again, uh, I'll send you a, a free Chick Fil A or something because okay. that's almost impossible. It's not impossible, but um, it's very hard to do. Week one, you were six and nine. Your your season total is nineteen and twelve. I last week was nine and seven. My first week, I was 9-6, and six, so I'm 18-13. and 13. I'm a full game behind you. like two games behind you, Joe. Okay, well, you know what? You're a good kid, and, you know, uh, we'll, you're a rookie. You're a local kid. They love you here. Yeah. We'll see what you can do, buddy. Okay, all right. Well, let's start. By the way, uh, are you pissed off about tonight's game? Because tonight's game is on Prime Network. It's on, it's on Amazon. I, I, I uh, which is just so bizarre that it's, it's not on. As long as the check I wrote doesn't bounce, I can probably get the first half of that game in tonight. Good, good, good. Well, it's your Steelers. Your one and one Steelers. How they fucking lost last week, I don't know. But they're taking on the Cleveland Browns, and the Browns are a four point. It's in Cleveland. The Browns are a four point favorite. Yeah, and that's gone up. I think it started at like three. Um, boy, you know that's that. Uh, I, I, I mean, I, I like the Steelers. It's in Cleveland. Who, who's what do they got? Uh, who's their quarterback? Was it Geno? No. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. Who the hell their quarterback, quarterback is? is. Um, I think we're sticking with Trubisky. I think he's still in. Um, I, you know, that's a game that I, I really don't know. I mean, but uh, I'm going to pull for the Steelers. Uh, I, if I was going to bet this game, I mean, I, getting four points, the Steelers, I'm a Steelers fan. I'll take the four points. But, uh, uh, wait, this is a toss-up, this game. Well, you gotta you got to pick one. This is a oh, pick. I got to pick one, right? I'll go with the Steelers. All right, for our competition. Yeah, Correct. okay, you got the Steelers. Jacoby Brissett is the quarterback for the Browns. Oh, yeah, we got no problem. We'll hassle that guy all night. I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay loyal to you uh, and pick the Steelers, even though I have no love for that team since they beat us in so many fucking Super Bowls. But not the last time we played. Um, all right, now we go to Sunday. And I know that you'll probably be going to the uh, the party that Chris Payne is throwing for the 0-1 Texans 
and one. Oh, one and one. I'm sorry. I we don't have ties in our league, but the the unwinnable Texans are taking on the one and one Chicago Bears. The Bears are a two and a half point favorite at home. Yeah, I scheduled a root canal during that game, <laughs> so I'd rather go to that. Yeah, um, that boy, the Texans at the Bears. Yeah. Oh my God! I'd rather go shopping on the Magnificent Mile than go to that thing. Um, uh, the Bears are favored. Oh boy! Um, boy, that's a tough. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the Texans. Okay. All right. You know, the Bears, to me, their offense just always seems like it's like two yards in a pile of dust. So, I, I'm taking the Bears at home because I figure Barack Obama will somehow, you know, trip a player from Houston, you know, his rivalry with the state of Texas. I don't like the Bears. I really don't like the Texans. So, I, uh, this is just a game that, huh, God. And, and because we're such good customers at DirecTV – They've given us the NFL package this year. I don't want to watch this. I want to block this channel out. Well, just don't go there. You know, and remember at the Chris Payne viewing party, you know, a lot of times they'll run out of the fondue, but just fine. Just get your little smoky and Chris's beard. You'll find plenty of fondue. Uh, You'll be fine. (laughs) All right. Then the Las Vegas Raiders. (laughs) Boy, what a tough a loss last week it was for the Raiders. Losing at home to Arizona on a fumble in overtime. And the guy threw the ball away before he went into the end zone, but everybody charged the field, so they didn't even. Yeah, 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 he did. He did throw it away. That that always, I can't believe when players do that. It's like, you know what? Act like you've been there, number one, in the end zone. And number two, get there first, okay, buddy? Before you start, you know. you know, uh, there were so many fronts for crack cocaine in Oakland last week because they were like, you know, we got this one. Yeah, I'll give you, a, uh, I'll give you your forty sack for free this week. Um, it, uh, but uh, that was unbelievable. They were just celebrating. Oakland thought this thing's over. We're just dominating, Las and then Vegas. bam, Las they Vegas. lose, and Las- that was crazy. But boy, I tell you what, the Raiders maybe they learned from it. I, I don't know. So. Maybe they learn from it. The Raiders are a, a two-point favorite. The Las Vegas Raiders on the road are a two-point favorite. I hate to say it, the Titans beat them. Okay, uh, I, I have a standing rule on this show that I never pick the Tennessee teams, and I'm keeping that alive here. Let's go, Raiders! Do we still have a status on, on, on Colin Kaepernick? Is he suited up anywhere? No, no, still still does not have a home. Uh, Poor kid. How about the undefeated Kansas City Chiefs going on the road to take on the abysmal Indianapolis Colts that got shut out last week by the Jags, and you picked that. You picked the Jags last week. Unbelievable, Joe. It's it's the law of averages. I mean, you've got to win sometime. I mean, if you've lost like so many, I mean, you've got to pull out a victory sometime. This is the NFL. I mean, Anything can happen, but yeah, it's what I do. Okay, I, I, it's, much I, it's special. amazing. I, you're amazing, Joe. You uh, should have seen me play the game Operation when I was a kid. <laughs> uh, the Chiefs are a five and a half point favorite on the road. It looks that looks so easy. This looks too easy. Um, like really, like uh, 
But uh, I, I'm going to stick with the Chiefs on this yeah. one. They may not cover, but I like them to win the game for sure. I like the Chiefs all day long in this game. They're, they're printing money if this is only five and a half points. Uh, I got to tell you, this next team I am thoroughly impressed with. Not only are their fans' tailgates the greatest things I've ever seen, but throwing up 41 last week on Monday Night Football, the Buffalo Bills head to sunny Miami, who scored, what, a billion points in the fourth quarter last week against Baltimore, taking on the 2-0 and Dolphins. Something's got to give Ball- Bills I mean, Dolphins. I, you know, I'm not kidding you. I went in and just – I went in and I, they, they were just getting blown out, the Dolphins. I go shave my legs and come back, and it's tied. It was crazy. <laughs> Oh, man, isn't that the worst when you shave your legs and it's completely uh, different? And I can't, you know what, I cannot find a bottle in there to save my life. Oh, my God, it is terrible. But, yeah, two, um, uh, two what, they scored 28 points in the fourth quarter. It was crazy. And, you know, Amazing. I think what, two kid, that two kid, and I know you ate, we'll get to him later, the Cardinal, uh, you know, that, uh, but that two kid, he, 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 he's, uh, how about him for your fantasy quarterback? I, if I played fantasy, I, It'd, it'd be tough for me to go against uh, Josh Allen, though. Josh right, Allen's a right. fucking stud. Didn't Allen play at UCLA, I believe, right? No, or- Josh Allen. No, you're thinking of another Josh. Uh, this Allen went to either Wyoming or uh, uh, some other school. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's Wyoming, one of the smaller, like, North Dakotas or something like that. Yeah, Carson Wentz well, went to North Dakota, but I, I think he went to Wyoming. I think Wyoming, yeah, to yeah, yeah, right. Um Boy, uh, they, you know what? This this could be the game of the week. I mean, oh, agreed, uh, agreed. Even Gold said game of the week. This one's tough for me. Yeah, Bills, Dolphins. Yeah, I gotta take the Dolphins at home. I think they have a full crowd. I think you know, um, you know, people won't watch Scarface that weekend, and everybody's gonna show up at the game. I think uh, uh, that two kid. I'm really impressed with him. I think he's getting better all the time. Um, I like the Dolphins. I'll take the points, but right. I think the Dolphins win that game. All right, fair enough. I'm taking the Bills because the Bills have to do something for me to pick against them now because I, okay. I, I, I like them that much. And that's Jay Slater's home team. And if Jay Slater says go Bills, I say go Bills. Okay, all right, Jay Slater's Slater. That's wing. Yeah, best wings in America. Wow, what is he doing? What is what kind of check are you getting from him? I'm not. I, that's the craziest thing. I just love Jay. Jay's a good dude. Jay uh, really is. Jay really is a good dude. And people don't know this. Uh, I don't know if I can tell his full his real name, which I think it, it, it's okay to say. Sure. Uh, uh, Jason Charlton. I, but he he's one of those guys who, like you and me, when we were on the air, we didn't change our name. People yeah. were always like, what was your radio name? And I'm like, Joe Murphy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't need to be jamming Johnny Rogers or something, you know. Um, but uh, he was a Jay Slater because Christian Slater is yeah. his favorite actor. Well, and, and he was told by Steve Smith to change his name. Steve Smith told him to change his name. I was never told to change my name because I had a unique name anyway. So I was like, fuck, yeah, I don't want to go by anything other than Arnie. Yeah, and I was just, you know, if, if my ship comes in, let's make the check out to Joe Murphy, right. not, uh, you know. Well, and let, let's tell the truth, Joe. You and I at that time in the beginning of our radio career, 
we probably wouldn't have remembered another name for our. I would. I would. I, no, I wouldn't have. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have. I, I could barely remember the call letters. So I mean, I didn't know if I was on ninety four point five or one hundred five seven. I had no idea. But I would come out sometimes after I worked at the country station. I came back and and I said I'd open up the mic with a ninety four degrees outside right now. You know because I catch myself because no, no, you're on one hundred five point seven for God's sake. Put the bottle down. Do you remember a guy? Did you ever work with a guy named Jace? J A C E. I, I just a real quick offshoot on radio here. This guy. Do, do you remember him? I kind of remember him. Yeah. Good looking fella. Like like you're like why is he in T? Why is he not on TV? Well, it's because he was stupid. I'll never yeah. forget. One day I was driving home, and this is back when uh, when 104.5 was still a country station. And I'm driving home, and Jace was the weekend guy, and we had a thermometer. You remember the old studios up on Sutro? How you'd look down, yeah. and you yeah. saw that now a Maverick, but yeah, yeah, yeah that's where I that's where I was uh, mainly at, right? And, and they uh, had the big the big dial, the big uh, thermometer right outside the window. Yeah, it was a thermometer stuck into the ground. It was stuck there in like 1960, and all the sun had to do was hit it, and it was February in Nevada, which means it was pretty cold. Actually, it was March, so. We were starting to warm up. It was like 50 or 60 degrees outside, but the sun was hitting it. And I'll never forget, he cracked open the mic and goes, whoa, it's a hot one in northern Nevada today. 97 degrees right now. He thought it was 97 fucking degrees because he looked at that fucking thing. You know what? I, you know what? I, I, if you were a smoker, you would have known better. You exactly. would have gone out there and indicated to be to get the smoke. And no, it's not ninety degrees in Nevada in February. Oh, that was one of my favorites. Uh, all yeah. right. As long as as long as they give me the barometric pressure, I'm always happy because <laughs> I got to know that stat. Like, what the hell is that? Uh, all right. How about the Detroit Lions, the one and one Lions? who were scoring a ton of points this year. They scored 30 against Philadelphia. They put up another 30 last week, taking on the ever-so-disappointing Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota at home is a six-point favorite against the Lions. Now, Minnesota, do they have, like, one of those retractable roofs? I do not believe so. Is it just enclosed, period? I, I believe it is. See, that's where Detroit, it, you know, they're, they're going to feel a little at home, you know, playing in, in that type of arena. Um, boy, this is a tough one here. Boy, this is a really a tough one. Because the Vikings, like you said, are so disappointing. And it, maybe the Lions, the Lions are, are that team that, you know, they're like the Clippers or something, you know, where they just are always bad. It's just uh, most of the time. I, I like, I'm, I, you know what? Because I'm a gambling man, I'm a riverboat gambler. I'm going to take the Lions in this one. Uh, uh, I'm taking the Lions as well because I'm I'm leading. I, I'm listening to your example from last week. Somebody's got to win. Why can't it be the Lions in this game? Yeah, this is the NFL. Somebody's got to win, and and, and there's going to be there's going to be uh, uh, hopefully there's going to be four upsets in the NFL at least. Yeah. At least four upsets every week, three or four upsets every week. So you gotta you gotta find them. You know which ones are gonna be upsets. Sure. It's gonna happen. And, and there's a guy I know of who's a big Vikings fan, 
and I can't stand him. He's a piece of garbage. So I'm picking against the Vikings for that reason, oh, right there. Okay. Does he? Does he have a broadcasting career? No, no, not a broadcaster. Just someone I know, and he did somebody wrong that I know that I like a lot more than him. So fuck that okay. guy and fuck the Vikings. Okay. I that you know what that's that's as good a thing to go on as anything. You know, uh, it's like when you go to the horse races and the guy's got his laptop out, yeah. his analysts and everything, and the and the girl says, "Ooh, look at the pretty one. I like the pretty one, number 13. It's a good system as any. So, you know, your system for this, you know, I'm going with it. Most of my picking systems involve some sort of hate. Like my dad, my my dad taught me a long time ago. My dad used to love to bet on horses back when the Grand Sierra was, uh, it was not the MGM. It was, it was the Hilton. Valleys or the Hilton. Yeah. When it was the Hilton and they had that gigantic race room. Where, where it was right yeah. next to the sports book, my dad would spend hours in there. And the one tip he's always given was never bet on a gray horse because he hated gray horses, and he could never win with a gray horse. So there you go. Yeah, there's something about that, yep. Uh, all right, next game. These are two teams that I don't – I think the Ravens are going in the wrong way. Losing last week the way they lost to Miami in the fourth quarter. And the Patriots, I just don't know about the Patriots. Baltimore on the road at New England. Baltimore is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. You know, that that Mac, down this Mac Jones plan? Yes. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with the Patriots in this one. I, I think, you know, they got – Belichick is the variable, the unknown factor, and the X factor – uh, he doesn't like to lose Belichick. You know, he doesn't know how to pick out a decent sweatshirt to wear either no. or a hoodie. Uh, but uh, I, I'm going to take the Patriots for this one. I think the Ravens are going the wrong way, and I don't think they pull it together on the road. See, you know, it's I, up the street. I don't know. Like, 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 like Lamar Jackson still hasn't signed his contract extension. I don't, I, and I don't know how they bounce back from giving up 28 in the fourth quarter. So, I mean, I, I, I'm going to stick with the Patriots as well because they're at home. Uh, yep. Next one we got here are the 0-2. That's right, I said it. The 0-2 Cincinnati Bengals. Shocker that they lost to the Cowboys and my man Cooper Rush last week. Taking on the resurgent 1-1 J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Cincinnati yeah, is, is a Cooper the starter this week? Oh, I, I, yes. Well, we're, we're not at the Cowboy game yet. This is the Jets game. Oh, 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 oh no. right, 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 right. Oh, I, there's a Cooper Cup and a Cooper uh, – uh, the, uh, the, uh, the quarterback – who's the, the quarterback for the the Bengals? Oh, that's uh, the kid out of uh, – yeah, out of LSU. That's Joe Burrow. Um, yeah, Joe Burrow. He finally got a haircut. Uh, boy, and the Jets. Uh, yeah, the Bengals 0-2. I, when you said Cooper, I was off running with the Cowboys. Yeah, can, I'm sorry. Uh, who, who am I talking about? There's Cooper Cup. He's the receiver. Yeah, he plays for the Rams. Cooper Rush. Oh, and then we get to the Cowboys. Game. Right, he plays yeah, for the Rams. Okay, we'll get there. And All he's right. a ginger. I'm going to get my Coopers in order here. Yeah. Okay. Um, boy, that's a – you know, I, I love that. For some reason, I don't know if it's Joe Namath or, or whatever, but the, I, the Jets, I just – I'm always pulling for them for some reason. I don't know. Maybe I was a big uh, – uh, who was the, the Kevin uh, – the, the uh, sitcom with uh, the Italian girl. Oh, the Kevin James. Kevin quit. James. Kevin James, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was a big fan of that show, Queen uh, – the King of Queens. Um, 
and he was a big Jets fan. Um, was five and a half is too much? I think I think the Bengals win this game, but uh, but they don't cover. They win by a field goal. Well, I tell you what, from Super Bowl to the fucking outhouse, the Bengals are going. Um, I got the Bengals as well. Uh, I I can't believe they'll go zero and three. I just can't. Not not against the Jets. Um, all right, the two and zero. Philadelphia Eagles are taking on the one and one Washington Commandos. Uh, Philadelphia is a six and a half point favorite on the road against Washington. We're going to play the Redskins. Yeah, uh, yeah. Boy, I, six and a half is too much. I like the uh, I like the Redskins to win that game or the Commanders. Commandos. No, commandos. Whatever they call them this week. Commandos. Yeah, let's uh, go with the Commandos on this one. It, I like to throw a couple upsets in here. Uh, this pains me. I, I am going to pick the Eagles because they look halfway legit this year until the Cowboys beat them twice. But that's a whole different story. And Washington just sucks. I'll just say it. They suck. Uh, how about the New Orleans Saints, who's quarterback by Jameis Winston, who is just awful. They're 1-1, one one, taking on the 0-2. Oh, and two Carolina Panthers with with good old Baker Mayfield, and the yeah. uh, Saints are a three point favorite. Yeah, I, I hate to rain on their parade for the uh, the Saints. Jameis Winston just cannot get it done. He's going to throw another four picks. The Panthers win that game. They're they're going rocking in Charlotte this weekend. Uh, I too sadly am going to take the Panthers in this game just because I watched a lot of that New Orleans game against Tampa Bay last week, and Winston had plenty of chances. Plenty yeah. of chances. Yeah, he can't get it done. He, I just don't think he can get it done. I like, I, I, I'm going to go with the Panthers. All right, time for the uh, late afternoon games now. First one we got is the Jacksonville Jaguars, the one-and-one Jacksonville Jaguars, on the road, taking on the Los Angeles Chargers of San Diego. Is that how they, they pronounce their name? Yeah, that's exactly how they did the, okay. the, the uh, Yucatan Peninsula Chargers. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. The Jags are a seven-point underdog on the road against the Chargers. Yeah, I... I... <laughs> Well, I, I had a couple of the Jags after their win. I had a couple of the Jags. They've been crashed here all week. Yeah, I can imagine. So I got to get them back to, to practice. Um, I'm going to go with the Chargers in this one. They will win the game, and I think they cover. I think the Jags are, go back on track, and they're losing weight. I'm thinking of that Wham song, Wake Me Up Before You Go Go. Yeah, the, the Jags need to wake up because they ain't going to shut out anybody else this whole season. And they might not win another game this season. I got the Chargers as well. How about the Super Bowl champion, one and one Los Angeles Rams of California, taking on the Arizona Cardinals, who are one and one, who had that overtime win against the Raiders. The Rams are a three and a half point favorite on the road. If you can get the three and a half, I say take the Cardinals, and I think the Cardinals win that game. Okay, wow, boy, you were matter-of-fact about that one. Is that one your lock of the week right there? I've well, got, I'll, tell I, you what, I'll tell you what, you know what? 
Let's uh, go ahead. No, you know what? That's not my lock of the week. Okay. That's not All my right. lock of the All week. Right. I enough. got one coming up. The, 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 it's called the Murky Home Dog Dime Play. That's right. Okay, so you've got the Cardinals. I've got the Rams in this one. Okay. Uh, next one, boy, this game is for the birds. The Falcons, the 0-2 Falcons are taking on the 1-1 one one Seahawks. The line is even money. Well, the Seahawks started out like a two-point favorite. Um, and, boy, and, and uh, boy, I'll tell you what. The, you know, I've just taken on it to read the new sport. I'm a falconry. It's my newest sport I've been oh, okay. learning. Wow. Man, when do you have the time? Well, in between shots, you know, I do a lot of shooting out in these industrial areas. Right, so I right. re- and uh, uh, my Falcons brought back the neighbor's dog the other day. That didn't work out really well. Yeah, I can um, imagine. Now I'm going to take the, uh, I like the Seahawks. I, I, you know, the Falcons just, you know, they, they can't win at home. They're not going to win on the road. Yeah, the Falcons suck out loud. I, I mean, they, they are fucking terrible. Uh, let's see. Gold says Falcons pull this one off in the fake loudest stadium in the NFL. Falcons beat Pete. I can't stand the Seahawks coach, but the Falcons are just horrible. Just horrible. Thank Next, God you didn't say the name Pete Carroll because I do too. I yeah, can't stand oh, that guy. Well, yeah, just chew your gum like you're fucking chewing cud, yeah. you cow. I know. What is the deal with that, dude? Come on. I mean, you know, why don't you leave it? Try to leave the next program on the death penalty if you can, buddy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Ooh, what about Pete Carroll at Nebraska? No, no, no. I don't, I don't need, you know, I, there's enough chewed gum under the table at Denny's. I don't need it all over Tom Osborne Field. Uh, all right. How about the Green Bay Packers? On the road, the one and one Packers on the road against the two and zero Buccaneers. Tampa Bay at home, one point favorite. Boy, the Tampa Bay. We got uh, Steve Brady. You no, know, uh, 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 Tom Brady now taking off Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, it's having a meltdown. Oh, there's a, there's allegations of of uh, of cheating going on in this relationship. Listen. I was not with Giselle. Let me repeat that again. I was not with Giselle. No, but you, you're awfully quiet about saying you were not with Tom. Tom's a nice guy. We had lunch. Get over it. Okay. So, I, I well, that's a tough one. Uh, the Buccaneers win that game. Uh, Tom Brady, somehow that guy, just, he, you know, he'll, he'll win somehow. It'll be a two-minute warning, and he'll drive 90 yards. They'll score, they'll win by three. I like the Buccaneers in that. I got to say, I like A.A. Ron Rodgers in this game. I watched them play the other night. I think the Packers are, are, you know, they lost week one, but then they came out and rebounded. I like the Packers in in this game on the road. I just like them. Okay, and, and you know, that's it, it's really tough for me to bet against Aaron Rodgers because if somebody said – you know, who who you want right now, you know, to, to, to score it or at least get in a field goal range. Um, you know, I, I love Aaron Rodgers. He's like the first guy I pick, but uh, I just have a feeling it's going to be one of these Tom Brady, you got to be kidding me games, and, uh, and Tampa Bay wins that thing. Okay, fair enough. Uh, all right, the Sunday night game on NBC, the San Francisco 49ers with Jimmy Garoppolo as quarterback because the other quarterback got hurt last week, carted off the field. And and Garoppolo won the game for the Niners, taking on the one and one Broncos. 
kind of a, a rematch. You got Garoppolo taking on uh, Wilson with the Broncos. San Francisco is a one-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah, that's going to be tough. Uh, I don't – I'm not uh, – I don't want to say I don't like Aaron or uh, Russell Wilson, but uh, I, I, you know, I, I'd rather – well, I, I guess I don't know if I'd go to lunch with Jimmy Garoppolo either. Yeah. I think I'd rather go to lunch with uh, with that Trey Lance kid. Yeah. Um, oh, so, I'd go to lunch with Garoppolo. They're, they're going to pay. I mean, I might as well go to lunch with them. Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> I, the, the world is too touristy. Can you take me somewhere nice, for God's sake? <laughs> um, so, I, I, you know what? I, the Niners, uh, boy, uh, I don't know. The elevation plays a huge factor. Uh Boy, that's a tough one for me. Uh, I like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb. I don't like Garoppolo, so I'm going with the Broncos. Okay, you're going to go Broncos. Oh, man. Uh, I, I, I'll reluctantly take the Niners. This uh, That could be the worst pick I've made all season so far right there. But I, I'm going to take the Niners because I just don't believe in the Broncos. And a lot of the Broncos sideline really doesn't like uh, Wilson either. So, uh, last game is a Monday night game, and I hate when my team is on Monday night because that means Sundays I don't have anything to do. But my beloved Dallas Cowboys are on the road at that dump called MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey, taking on the 2-0 and New York football giants. Wow. Wow. Uh, Eli needs to go undercover, come back yes. to that game. See the Giants, but, but uh, my my best friend in, in high school was named Daniel Jones. Um, but uh, boy, I yeah, this is a tough one already. You know, I mean, so we got that Cooper kid starting, correct, or is Dak starting? Uh, Cooper is going to start this week. They're talking about next week starting uh, starting Dak, and and I I got to say, you know, why start him? When Cooper hasn't, Cooper actually looked good last week. I had nothing wrong with his play last week, and I and I think they should look. Nobody knew who Tom Brady was when Drew Bledsoe got hurt, or Drew Bledsoe yeah. got hurt. So, yeah. so I, I, you know, I, what's what's Cooper's last name? Cooper Rush. Rush, right, right. Cooper Rush. Um, yeah, you know. I'm, well, you know what? It's, I, I like the kid. I'm going with the Cowboys, kid. All right, you're going with them. Let's see. Uh, last week, I did not take my team. And this week, all I have to say is... How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! <laughs> there you go, baby. Week three picks are in the book. I have them written down, ready to go, Joe. Whose hair would you rather have? Uh... Uh, who who just uh, said that? Uh, Jerry, Jimmy Johnson's or David Lee Roth? Oh, well, you know what? Let me throw in a third candidate for you: Jimmy Johnson, David Lee Roth, or Conway Twitty. I'm taking Conway Twitty all day long. Well, Conway Twitty's a legend. These other two bums, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, Conway Twitty. Uh. Sorry, Arn. This will be back, uh, black and blue NFC East division game. I think the Giants are too physical for Dallas. New York ten, Dallas nine. All right. Well, uh, uh, we'll see. We'll see how it is. Joe, thank you so much for everything today. Thank you, buddy. Today. I appreciate uh, it. We will be back next week with you to hopefully see that you've gone thirteen and three again, and you're sending me Chick Fil A. 
Uh, that yeah 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 because I I will get uh, make sure to fax me the value menu though thank you buddy all right pal have a good one Lake Tahoe all right, man. Joe Murphy everybody thanks Joe uh seven seven five three five seven fans Arnie Radio One at gmail dot com. <laughs>
757-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Christopher says, you got to love that Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. Hey, Joe, my mom wanted me to tell you to go by her place again for some yard work. Something about squeezing her peaches and shaking her tree. I don't know what that's all about. (laughs) Good old Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. Uh, Gold says, where are my damn leg warmers? Used to have a big crush on Laura Branigan as a kid. Then Swoosh says, okay, ladies, if you see a chain hanging down the ceiling right now, pull it and let water douse you. Ah, we did not. I should have played this one. I mean, that's it. Well, I hear the music. Oh, yeah. Irene Tara. Would have gone perfect. I do love Casey and the Sunshine Band. Um, don't care what anybody says. The 80s had the best and only good pop music, pop genre and music. I ain't going to disagree with that. Oh, the runner-up is King of Disco. Bee Gees, of course. Oh, you cannot ever go wrong when you hear this. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's do this one. Oh, yeah. This was on the other day. And I just watched the beginning to watch him walk down the street. I just, I, I just put on my new shirt. Well, you can't tell by the way I use my walk. I'm a woman's man. No time to talk. The music loud. Women walk with me. Kids around. Since I was born. Now it's all right. It's okay. Women look the other way. But we can't touch. I mean, you can't help but move when you hear... When you hear that, you know what time it is. Um, these songs remind me of Sunday cleaning the house and my mom blasting music. Hated it then, but brings back great memories, yeah. Irene Kerr always reminds me of the movie DC Cab. Where is it? Where is it? Hold on a second here. I have the sound drop, and I will find it. I promise you. A sound drop from that movie. Um, is it under Don't? Don't. No, uh, is it under I? It, maybe this is it. I hope it is. It's Gary Busey at his finest. I don't understand. No, that, that's Chris Farley instead. Um, maybe it's under E for Elvis's birthday. No, it's not there either. Well, I'll have to look for it. It's under DC Cab. No, it's not under DC Cab. But famous line that goes, I do not work on January 7th because that is the king's birthday. <laughs> Fucking DC Cab, great movie. Great movie. I like uh, you uh, how to strut when you hear even you're sitting. Yeah, DC Cab is classic. Great movie. Even Bill Maher is in that movie. That's how crazy that is. Speaking of movies and TV shows, I did a little dive last night to see when shows are coming back. Because last night was the first night of the Chicago series, Chicago Med, which I don't watch. I recorded Chicago Fire and Chicago PD. Got to watch those. Uh, do the new Law and Order start tonight? I I, I don't know. I, I mean, because I really like the Law and Order organized crime. That shit's awesome. But that uh, you know, we got new shows starting all all starting up in the next week or two. Um, I looked up Ted Lasso. There is no start date on Ted Lasso. They said they're having problems with the script, and it could be delayed even further, which I'm not happy about. 
Something else I'm not very happy about, but I'm excited to see it come back, is Criminal Minds Evolution. This will be premiering on the Paramount Network November 24th. Joe Mantegna, A.J. Cook, that's a blonde chick on the show, Kristen Vangensness, which I, I, I don't know who she is, Aisha Tyler, don't like her, Adam Rodriguez, and Pageant Brewster will be returning. What? There's no Dr. Spencer Reed? How can you have criminal minds without Dr. Spencer Reed? No. 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 I'll still watch. It's 10 episodes. It starts then. Uh, Yellowstone starts in November. King of Tulsa starts in November. Lots and lots of TV shows. And, yes, I will do my damnedest to watch each and every one just for you. Come on, man. The 70s were the greatest decade ever. That's why my plan to bring us back to those days of work. And have you seen my inflation numbers? Hashtag <laughs> Joe Biden 2022. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, golly, golly, golly. Uh, first, we got to start this break off with this. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Oh, we, we have a big problem because the story ain't coming up on TMZ. But I do remember it. Uh, there was a, a Florida highway crash yesterday that involved a Coors Light truck. Thousands of cans of Coors Light were spread all over the freeway, and it was due to a wreck, not just the regular pollution that happens in Florida. Boy, you know those Floridians were going crazy. There were people driving from all over the state to get them some Coors Light. Hey, it's free. Yeehaw! Let's go, Florida! You see an alligator. There was an alligator walking that had one of those hats on that had two Coors Lights in it and the funny straws that came back to his mouth. Oh, God, love Florida. Oh, man. They blanketed the highway with fucking Coors Light cans. That's fantastic. Uh, Great news here to report. In Arizona, which would have probably made their way all the way up to California and then some. Wait, hold on. I'm going to link here. Swoosh, I don't know what this link is. You got you, you got to warn me what these links are. Mm-hmm. Mm. There it is. There's a Florida crash. Man, oh, man, you know Floridians were killing each other to get there. There's a couple of them on the side of the road. I guess they've already had enough. It took nearly six hours to clear the roadway. Well, that obviously, they didn't let Floridians know that this was a problem. If they would have put out the national alert, you, you know, like the sirens, the, the, that, that hurricanes are coming, they have a beer siren in Florida. Shit, that stuff would have been cleaned up in five minutes. You give some Floridian who's fucking high on bath salts that fucking scheme. Thank you, Swoosh. I appreciate it, my friend. Um, this story is about Kimberly Guadalupe Torres Martin and Alexa Torres Martin. Guadalupe is 26. Her younger sister is 19. They have been indicted by the Maricopa County Grand Jury after uh, deputies allegedly found over 850,000 
counterfeit pills laced with fentanyl. Wait, hold on. Laced with fentanyl. But I want to reassure everyone that Kamala Harris says our borders are secure. When I got into it with the uh, radio person last week, who's in Florida or Hawaii right now? Mm-hmm. And yes, I'm jealous that he's paid to go to Hawaii. Um, I was talking. He 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 said those people were being used as pawns by Ron DeSantis, and I jabbed back with kind of like the two million pawns that have been used since the beginning of this administration to show how bad our border is. And we kept going back and forth, and I did say, well, I then I hope you enjoy uh, more fentanyl pills, uh, another 50,000 fentanyl pills in Auburn. Nothing was said. Now there are 850,000 fentanyl pills that were going towards Phoenix. The two were arrested um, and found the stash in duffel bags. The bags were in the vehicle the woman was traveling with. Maricopa County uh, office said it uh, spearheaded a free public community forum and experts on fentanyl to help educate parents. It's highly addictive, and it can kill you uh, in lethal amounts if it's given. Two out of five pills that come across the border are laced with lethal doses of fentanyl. I'm seeing pictures of this. This is ridiculous. And they say, for some reason, that the border is secure. The border is so secure that Martha's Vineyard responded with vengeance. Our borders are secure as the security of the border has been secured to the best of our ability. Our ability to secure our secured border has never been secure today as it has been every day, which is the day that the security of the border has been secure. Kamala Harris. I'm telling you, you guys need to fucking apply for her speechwriter job. She'd probably look at that and probably start crying. That's so beautifully written. By the way, these new fentanyl pills are rainbow colored. And do you know what that's for? It's not for the LGBTQ community. No, 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 no. No, they make them all of these fun pill colors. So they can get children to take them. That's right, children. Let's see, uh, 400,000 fentanyl pills were recovered over the weekend. 30,000 were rainbow colored. The load also contained 152 pounds of methamphetamine. Arise says, I could do it better as her rider. Yeah, no shit. Oh, yeah, our border is definitely secure from Border Patrol agents. Yeah, yeah, the Border Patrol agents who actually live by the motto of... Do your fucking job. And they did their job, and they stopped people from crossing, and they were labeled racist for using whips, even though no whips were used. Those were the reins they were riding their horses with. And then the federal government said, oh, yeah, they were using reins, but we're still going to punish them which I I still don't know what the punishment was or why they were even punished. Joel blamed 90s Taco Bell for telling everybody to run for the border. God, if somebody were to put that in his fucking prompter, he would read it. 
He is. He is a real-life Ron Burgundy. I mean, and if you don't believe it, if you don't believe it, well, where where is it here? Uh, I had it. I had it. Where the hell did it go? Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. They're going to put you all back in chains. Um, I guess I, I, I've taken it out. Oh, no, here it is. It is noteworthy that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. Women are not without electoral and or political or, or maybe precise, not and or or political power. Jesus Christ. Uh, Arise sent me a video of him yesterday and there's no audio to it, but he did it again. He, he wanders on stage. He got done speaking, and he turned, and he looked, and he put his hand out, and he's looking around, and he's just standing there, and finally somebody else starts to speak, and he just kind of stands there. He's, he goes back to the podium, but then backs away. The old man is lost. I mean, it, I guess this is the only thing I can figure about Joe Biden, is that Joe Biden was such a good boy for the Democratic Party for so many years that they awarded him with his dream job of being president. There is no way, and let me repeat myself, there is no way that man is running our country right now. uh, And I think they let him do this stuff kind of as an inside joke because he is a complete joke of a president. I won't even mention the fact that 13 Marines were murdered on his watch. I don't have to bring up the inflation that he is blamed for. It's whoever is running the country. And I believe that person ran the country for eight years already. But that's just me saying that. Um, too bad SNL doesn't like to be funny anymore because Joe is comedy gold. He really is. I mean, there is nobody. Look, he has made my job so easy with... I promise you, the president has a big stick. How could I be the president of the United States of America? And by the way, my sympathies to your, the family of your, F, uh, uh, your, your CFO, who uh, dropped dead very unexpectedly. My best to their family. It's tough, tough stuff. Keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust. Horror what? of the hol- Holocaust. But even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's mm-hmm. death did. You hear Kamala go, mm-hmm, because, I mean, she's as dumb as a box of shit, too. Together, we are expanding access to transportation. Seems like maybe it's a small issue, it's a big issue. You need to get to go and need to be able to get where you need to go to do the work and get home. What? This is where you need Stone Cold Steve Austin to come in and just do his what bit. What? What? But once again, once again, I just want to repeat to everybody, the borders are secure. Kamala said so. I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. Thank you. Thank you for the blue suit. For all you colorblind people, fuck you in the ass. 
If SNL were funny, they'd have a skit about O.J. opening his own divorce firm. O.J. divorce attorneys. We guarantee she'll get her cut. What the fuck did she just say? I Exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. And our world is so bad. This, this is such a bad story, but I wish, I wish that I could have been on this plane. The lady's name is Jenny. Jenny Berry. Jenny, you and me is like peas and carrots. She, oh God, this is so, this is, this is wrong on so many levels. It's out of Australia, but man, is it fantastic to watch. It reminds me of the old joke that I like to tell, and and I only tell it on this show. Um, What's better than winning a gold medal at the Special Olympics? Not being fucking retarded. I know. It's a terrible joke, people. I know. I'm already going to hell. But this gal who's paralyzed from the waist down revealed her humiliating experience on a flight where she was forced to drag herself to the bathroom because the plane didn't have an aisle chair. She is a prominent advocate for disability rights, shared her degraded, embarrassing flight after it took off from Newcastle in England. Oh, God. Oh, click. I've been on has had an hour chair. Hold on a second. There's a lot of improvements to be made when it comes to access within the travel industry. And I- no, hold on. Oh, and even though there was- she, she's an activist. Hi, everyone. I'm Jenny. I'm a wheelchair user, and I'm paralyzed from the waist down. I've recently been on holiday, and this is how I get onto a plane, usually using an aisle chair. This is what they got me onto the plane with, but unfortunately, on my flight, they didn't have an aisle chair on board. So the flight with Albastar didn't get off to a great start. As you can see, they wouldn't let me sit anywhere near the front of the plane, even though there were spare seats. Then when I asked if I could go to the toilet, they said no, that they wouldn't help, and they just proceeded to keep serving the drinks, which is great. Yeah, she's about to run into the So this is when I actually got to the toilet itself. This is my partner helping lift me onto the toilet. Obviously, this is quite a small space, so it was a bit of a struggle. But when you've got to go, you've got to go. So this is what we had to do. One staff member quite rudely told me that disabled people should just wear nappies on board, which I find bizarre that people think that that is the solution to this scenario. He said there wasn't enough room for an aisle chair, even though they had room. To have drinks trolleys, perfume trolleys, and cigarette trolleys. Cigarette the trolleys? Been on as- whoa, 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 whoa. They're, they're allowing cigarettes on flights from England to Australia? Hot damn, it's the 70s all over again. God, I remember fl- I remember flying when, when people would dress up to get on flights, and you'd have that terrible smoking section, even though the entire plane is fucking encapsulated. And you just get recirculated smoker's air. Man, that's when, you know what? That's when we were great. You know why? Because people didn't bitch and moan. People didn't talk about fucking secondhand smoke. Oh, and thirdhand smoke. These are real issues. Cry me a damn river. Gird up your loins and fucking act like a man every once in a while, people. Dear God, this poor gal, though. I mean that's got to be that that's got to be rough to be pulling yourself across a, a plain floor, ugh. And you know somebody's clipping their toenails on board. Oh, that happens. 
If you were in non-smoking, you were fine. Yeah, exactly. You you knew the you knew the causes. It's like being in a restaurant where they had the smoking section and the non-smoking section, yet somehow they met somewhere. And those people in the non-smoking section had to sit next to the smoking section. Groovy, baby. Me and Joe are going to wing it over to the Outback and do some fags. (laughs) They have a cigarette trolley. I've never even heard of that. That's amazing. Is is that like the thing they used to have? I don't know if they still do it in casinos where the girl walks around, cigars, cigarettes, and that fucking annoying lady who's looking for her goddamn dog, Kino. Have they ever found that dog? Jesus, don't. I. It's a joke, people. Someone once corrected me on that joke. There, there There's one pet, gigantic pet peeve I have. It's being corrected on really stupid jokes that I make because I'm smart enough to know that Keno was an actual game that you could play anywhere in the casino and that the lady that was at work was not looking for her actual fucking dog. Sad to report that an Oregon mother has failed to change a state law there where she would put period products in all of the bathrooms, and I mean all the bathrooms, the girls' and boys' restrooms, for students as young as five years old. So what she wanted, she wanted the law to limit the bathrooms to at least two instead of every bathroom. The law currently stands it requires all K-12 through public colleges to provide uh, free pads and tampons in both boys' and girls' rooms. Oh, okay, this lady, okay, I, I feel bad that she failed then because she only wanted it to two restrooms because I don't think a lot of elementary school kids need tampons. I'm just saying. And I know for a fact that no boys ever, ever need tampons. But she wanted the the, the state pays for it in every bathroom. Um, Why aren't there condoms in there, too? I mean, we might as well have them since you're going to put tampons in little girls' bathrooms. Uh, Swoosh, I don't know. Honestly... Uh, I I honestly don't know what boys need tampons for. That's why I'm railing against this. The Department of Education, the DOE, has told uh, Daily Mail that around 8% of students identify as transgender, gender questioning, or something else. Let me just say, that's bullshit. 8% of students... Really, 8% of students. So so how many students are gay now? What, 75, 80% of students are gay? Can we just stop this? Can, can, can we just put a stop to this? Elementary schools, you don't need fucking tampons. By the way, by the way, I remember being in school when girls would get their first period. Okay, I remember it, and it was a horrible event for girls. I understand. 
boys had no idea what was going on at the time because we didn't learn that shit. We didn't want to know that you could bleed for seven days and not die. I know that's an old shitty line, but hey, it's, it's what I got. We thought it was weird and strange back then. Yes, I know. It's normal. It's natural. And that's why y'all have moms or aunts or teachers to tell you that. It's not normal for a boy to walk into the bathroom and get a tampon. They need him to soak up the vodka and stick it in their ass. (laughs) Nosebleeds. Man, if your nose is bleeding that bad, you need a tampon to stick it up there. You need to be homeschooled. The hell is wrong with you? You're not an old man whose blood fucking just pours out of his head like mine. The boys are going to get these out and set them on fire. I think I've told you before, my buddy works at Netflix in Los Gatos. The men's room is stocked with tampons and maxi pads. Oh, I know what it's for. I know why they do this. They, they do this because there aren't enough restrooms on campus for ladies, and sometimes ladies don't want to wait. Well, then, if there's such a problem, I have a simple solution, a real simple solution. How about then you just close down the men's rooms and you turn those into ladies' rooms? Ah, problem solved. It's a problem with a lot of stadiums in America. Uh, there's not enough female restrooms. Hey, put the troughs back in. Look, I hate the troughs. The troughs are fucking horrible. They're disgusting. Ladies, if you don't know what a trough is, look it up. The old piss trough. It's a bathtub that sometimes there's ice in there and you just pee in that. Bring the troughs back. Let the ladies have all the functioning sewers. What's really going to happen is the boys are going to take them, get ketchup at lunch, put it on a tampon, and tie it to some girl's locker, and it's going to be a big problem. I mean, if it's up to going to uh, going into piss-smelling urinal-filled men's room or waiting, I'm going to wait. Good for you. No, no, they have to have them for the, the men who identify as women, even though men can't fucking do that. It's so dumb. I'm so... Or it's for the... Uh, the women who identify as men that use these men's restrooms, that's who it's for. Let me, let me just say this real quick. And maybe this won't be popular. And that's okay because I don't say a lot of popular things. If you have a period, you are not a man. The end. That, that, that's all. That, that, that you want to define a woman? A woman has a period. There you go. We have defined what a woman and a man is. Men are incapable of having periods. So, what does that mean? A woman's not a woman when she goes through menopause? Shut the fuck up. Don't don't, don't try that bullshit with me. They had the ability at one time to bleed out their cooter. The piss troughs were drained into kegs of Coors Light. That's why they never run out at sporting events. Uh, It was always fun trying to melt a hole in the ice. Oh, God, I hated the troughs. Troughs were horrible. They stunk, and they were just nasty. Oh, another miracle doctor has happened. Oh, my God. A woman uh, survived after being impaled by a steel rod. 
after falling more than 20 feet in an alleged monkey attack in India. All right, reason number 846,003 of never to go to India behind such reasons as the putrid stank, the fact that I'll sick out like a sore thumb, oh, and now monkey attacks. Mr. Cleans for a living and walked into a men's restroom one day to clean, and he saw a biological female hanging her ass over the urinal while peeing. He walked out and went home. The Coliseum still has fucking, oh, the good for the Coliseum. That's why that place is such a dump. So this gal fell after being attacked by monkeys because she probably didn't want to get monkeypox. Uh, the, 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 the rod went through her completely, and I imagine it was only a millimeter away from killing her. Doctors there in India, all American doctors, by the way, all 7-Elevens in India run by Americans. What, what did she swallow there? Looks like she's got some, some kind of fucking deal that she swallowed, some metal shit near her spine. Because these two iron bars are going through right by her spine. India is not your friend. No, 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 no. She's out of danger at the time. According to surgeon Dr. Shinshir Jiswal, it's unclear if she'll make a full recovery. Thank God. Fucking A. I wouldn't be able to recover. I'll tell you that right now. I wouldn't recover at all if I got attacked by monkeys. In Baralay, India, a troop of wild monkeys stole a baby from a father and tossed the boy. I remember doing that story. So they have these wild monkeys that are running loose in India? Jesus Christ. Did I hear you right? A woman got shafted by a rod? Yes. Yes, you did. Oh, man. All right, last story here of the day. And, and you know what? We have to take a trip. Oh, and and you know what? You know I love going here. Oh, there it was. This is a story about Edwin Price, who's also known as Smack. With that's with two C's, duh. Smack man. Uh, Authorities received reports on five different burglaries. And a burglar is someone who burgles, by the way, in case you didn't know. Uh, Five different burglaries at the Waterside Apartments between July 23rd and September 13th. Most of the cases were similar where the front door was kicked in and electronics, guns, and televisions were stolen. In several cases, the suspect was seen seen wearing SpongeBob shorts and socks. When he allegedly went to sell some of the stolen goods on Facebook Marketplace, those same clothing items were seen in the background of photos. Detectives served a search warrant on the apartment of Mr. Smackman 
and he was arrested on multiple charges. He was caught because of his love for SpongeBob. Multiple televisions, cell phones, iPads, tablets, guns, ammo, internet routers uh, were found. And a lot of stuff has been returned to the people they stole it from. He got caught because he loves SpongeBob SquarePants so much. You, my friend, are going to be raped in jail like there is no tomorrow. Hey, where's Smackman? You would figure the guy with the nickname of Smackman would, would be dealing hair on or, or, or doing something like that, not burglarizing houses, wearing SpongeBob clothes. And then when he goes to sell it on Marketplace, to have the clothes on in the background. Boy, shocking that that is a criminal from... Uh, what city? Uh, hold on a second. Now I got to go to trash because I threw it away. Hold on. Uh, let's see. Um, Tulsa. That was Tulsa. <laughs> the, the, the fine metropolis of Tulsa. So there you go. SpongeBob socks got Smackman caught. Sounds like a Scooby-Doo caper if I ever heard one. Oh, all right. That does it for our show today, ass family. Thank you so much to Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy for being here. Thanks to everybody for contributing here on the Mixler board. We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie place. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. Have a great Thursday. Tomorrow is Friday. And until then, adios, everybody. Saw the end inside. Fools are kind of blind. Thought everything was going all right, but I was running out of time. Cause you had one foot out the door. I swear I didn't see. But if you're really going away, here's some final words from me. If I love you and I don't want you to go Write this down Take my words and read them every day Keep them close by, don't you let them fade away So you'll remember what I forgot to say Write this down Every single word is true And 
mind, I think you need to know So use it as a bookmark Stick it on your refrigerator door Hang it in a picture frame up above the mantel Where you'll see it for sure Baby, write this down, take a little long To remind you in case you didn't know Tell yourself I love you and I don't want you to go Write this down Take my words and read them every day Keep them close by, don't you let them fade away So you'll remember what I forgot to say Write this down Is outside waiting to arrest him.